Welcome to the show. Welcome to Westeros FM, our Game of Thrones spoiler cast. My name is Matt Eads. I'm joined by Brandon Lynch. Hey, Matt. Hi. Hey, what are we... I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> All regular. Hey, I'm, I'm super glad we're doing something like this. I've always wanted to do something like this. <laughs> in the morning. I'm with you now. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. <laughs> Checking in on the forecast. It's cold up Winterfell Way. There you go. Uh, we're going to be talking about Game of Thrones. Obviously, the new season spoilers will follow for uh, all of Game of Thrones, but especially mm-hmm. season one, episode eight. Titled Winterfell. Mm-hmm. I just got fresh off watching it. Maybe ten minutes ago, I just finished watching it for the first time. You should throw it. It should be a running gag, mm-hmm. and you should throw it to weather. And then one of us says, "Winter is here," and that's it. All right. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yep. We're going now to all of regular. Find out what the weather forecast is. Oh, what can we expect today? Winter is here, and the snow seems fake. Great. No. Back to our regularly scheduled Game of Thrones <laughs> podcast. We'll check back in with him on the quarter hour. There you go. Flipping through his nose. Just let, just let it breathe. <laughs> just let the joke breathe. Nailed it. Um, yeah, I am. Uh, I am like kind of deer in the headlights still. Like we just finished watching it. Um, it was short. Yes, fifty-four minutes. Yes, uh, which seems real short for the amount of story. It seems like they have to wrap up in mm. uh, six episodes, right? Yeah. It seems like they're going to do this in about six hours. Yeah, I'm gonna look up the run times, but they're not Which is like crazy long. Crazy, because mm-hmm. like there's everyone so much... thought that it was gonna be like, oh, they're only doing six episodes, but they're all gonna be like a half an hour, or hour and a half long. Yeah, but they're which, I mean that that extra half hour is actually like a lot. Yes, like a lot can happen. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like if they're all like sixty to seventy minutes long. The longest one is one hour, 22 minutes, so... Well, that's pretty long. No, yeah, it's yeah. 54 minutes, episode two is going to be 58, and then 122, they're all about one minute, one hour, 20 minutes after that. So, um, episode three, four, five, and six are 122, 118, 120, 120. Okay. Which is not super long. No, like, the, the back end is what I was expecting. Yeah. The front end is shorter than I thought it would be. I thought they were, yeah, I thought they were all going to be re... It seems like they have a billion different threads in a billion different parts of the world. But I guess when you sit down and you think about it, do they? They have the big world that everything is Not really anymore. Like, the beginning of this episode was very much like, we're going to get the whole cast in, like, one or two places, it seemed like. It's the, like, the King's Landing people and the Winterfell people. Yep. And they spent a lot of time setting up the idea that, hey, everyone is, like, meeting up again, John and Arya and Mm. Sam. The whole cast is back together. Yeah. And it's a lot more focused, for sure. And that's sort of reflected with the new intro. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that new intro. Uh, it's it. It's a little. I liked it. I, I really like it too. Yeah. It's uh. It just seems a little. It seemed a little weird that they would put a new, an entirely new thing together for just the last season. It seemed because that intro has always been like those concentric rings, like all spinning yeah. around, and they're jumping from city to city with yeah. the big long wide shots. It's and... been and it's been like kind of it pulls back, and you're like, oh, it's one big clockwork map, and now yeah. they're very much. It seems like they're in a weird like. But that it, it's always focused on the, the 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 places that they sort of touch on in that episode. Mm. So I don't know if you noticed, but um, in this one, it actually shows the the broken down wall and the the path that the white white walkers are moving. In. Mm-hmm. And in particular, it's uh, the last hearth and Winterfell. 
Yeah. And they go down to like the crypt of Winterfell, yeah. which part of me wonders if even episode by episode they won't go down there in the intro yeah. because yeah. there's nothing happening down there. And like Oliver was saying, I'm hoping that the the path of the White Walkers just keeps getting lower and lower yeah. during the intros mm-hmm. until it finally happens. I think that would be really neat. Like if they're like, this is so much more concentrated than it's ever been that we can spend more time explaining exactly what's happening on the intro yeah mm-hmm. it feels like a very different show almost now because it is so much more focused than it's ever been and mm-hmm. it's it used to be this very used to be following like 10 different political plots and kind of how they all interweaved and and different um different outcomes that would have crazy unforeseeable like oh my god i can't believe this happened because this happened over here in the other part of the world and and now it is very much like it, it feels like there is one or two kind of issues to solve in one or two places and they're both basically we gotta we gotta save the world yeah we gotta save the gap not even just the world we gotta save the galaxy apparently and this is one of my biggest gripes with how this show is turning out is that the scope is just widening into this like uh like this life saving like earth saving uh conflict yeah whereas i always i liked First, second, third, maybe fourth season, where it is just like the 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 politics of Westeros, and they kind of they kind of put themselves there right from the start. Because I was always like, when did it become this? And then I was watching season one, episode one last night after I watched the first episode of this season, mm. uh, and the very first scene is like introducing the White Walkers. Yep, and I kind of sat there and I was like, the plan was always at some point mm-hmm. for it to be the dead people versus the living people. For better or worse, it was not like they were like, hey, this got popular. Let's make this more of a world savey story than a political mm-hmm. thriller story. It was always going to be in the end. Well, what's the one thing that can kind of make everyone not fighting for the throne? Well, everyone gets together because they have to fight the dead people. Yeah. And maybe I'm just a sucker <clears throat> because because of that, like, or in spite of that, because I liked like yes, they they laid that out first first scene first mm. first sequence of 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 the show where the White Walkers are a thing, but then they 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 quickly shift from that to, hey King's Landing, hey Winterfell, the king is um, I uh, what what happens? The king says like, hey Ned Stark, I need help with this because you got to be in my hand. Yeah, yep. yo dog, come back to King's Landing. Yeah, I need your help. But yep. you're right. They they do lay lay the tracks for hey fucking the White Walkers are happening. Mm-hmm. It's two very different things where it's like, well, this was always going to be a big world saving thing. Yeah, but we need to do all this other political stuff because we can't just start that right now. It's right? the yeah. first two hours of Doki Doki Literature Club. You know, sure. you need the broad political yeah. oversweeping thing so that when suddenly the magic and the zombies show up, it's yeah. like, whoa, yeah. this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and again, like I'm kind of just a sucker yeah. because uh, I'm sort of hanging on to. Oh, I I really wish or like I really miss all the all the fucking conflict for the throne and stuff. Yeah, yeah. the well, scheming. And, like there's, no, there's yeah. no more scheming. Yeah, it's just very much like let's ride dragons and fight zombies and and some of the more interesting characters like like Littlefinger. Um, we, we you guys you guys watched that that last part of the last season. Mm-hmm. And I came in right, I guess, where Littlefinger died. Mm-hmm. And that was one of my biggest gripes with that last season was that Littlefinger just went out like a bitch. Yeah, he is like the, the most un-Littlefinger thing he ever exactly. did was that whole last scene. Where, <clears throat> yeah, exactly, where he's begging <clears throat> for his life and he's like, 
Brandon was uh, brought up before we started watching that maybe there's a theory that I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, yep. but I and I sort of don't want to know. Maybe I do. Yeah, sure, Littlefinger's still Littlefinger's maybe a, still alive. It's at very it's at very least using information that you know and mm. have probably forgotten. Not what using, is it? Tell me. It, oh, it, hit me with it. I want to know now. Why is Littlefinger yeah, still alive? I can't even. I I can't remember the scene perfectly, but there is a scene where a little girl comes up to Littlefinger in season seven mm. uh, and says something like, "Your time is up," and Littlefinger hands her a coin. Mm. Uh, which a lot of people think are like those uh, Bravosi. Uh, Val- he said Valor Morghulis and handed her the fucking yeah. same yeah. coin yeah. Arya did. And so a lot of people think that the person who took the, the throat slitten mm. was a faceless man. Oh, did he there pay save- there? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because so, so like, they said it was a very unlittle oh. finger. It was a very unlittle finger death, like you guys were saying. Where yes. Blubbering and he got tricked and Littlefinger never gets tricked. Really. I should rewatch that scene as well because. I think in that scene, I don't think he ever, like, admits culpability to anything in, no, he, in a way that, like, somebody pretending to be little... Because he never... He just sort of no-sells everything. Mm. And you're never sure, like, okay... He's panicked. He's blubbering. Well, yeah. And you're, and you're not sure. It's like, okay, is he just, like, playing dumb because he's Littlefinger and trying to get out of this? What if what if it's a faceless person who doesn't know? Mm. See, that's, that's legit oh, because, shit. yeah, like, it's mm. very out of character for him. And that's kind of why I was, like... Like... I was I was upset with the whole thing because I'm like this is not how Littlefinger should go out. Like for as shitty as he is, like Littlefinger kind of had his 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 finger on the pulse of everything. Yes, he's and the he's the reason we're here now. Exactly, like this yeah. Lannister Stark conflict only started because of him. Exactly, and yeah, the way he went out was like this is either terrible writing or like they are setting something up. But the reason why I'm not really buying into it is because, again, we're limited in time and we literally have like six, five more episodes. Yeah. And they don't have, they don't have time to, 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 to like butts around with that type of stuff. Maybe the biggest twist ever, the most meta twist is that this isn't the last season. <gasps> I hope it is. Surely, <laughs> sure, surely it is. Um, yeah, that, I, I like that little finger thing. It al- also he might just be dead. Like you know, he because he, he was trying to frame Arya. Remember, was he was trying to yeah. get Sansa and Arya to turn yeah. against each other? And yeah. like, well, so, you wound up against Arya and you lost, and now you're dead. Yeah, yeah. maybe they think that was fulfilling enough. Which yeah. I would agree with Oliver. I thought if Littlefinger gets tricked in the end, I want it to be a way better and well thought out trick yeah. by a good schemer. But yeah, the season, the scheming in season seven was very much though like we're gonna take Casterly Rock next scene. There, like it, it is. We we say we're gonna do it. We don't go into the actual scheming part. Mm. We just go into like Daenerys being like Jon Snow. You're gonna go do this. Whoever's gonna go do this. You're gonna go do this. And then we just cut to seeing how it all worked out. And like mm-hmm. we didn't take Casterly Rock. It went terrible or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that kind of would fit with just like that is sort of how season seven went. Yeah, which and sucks. Season seven can can definitely go down as like bad writing, but it can it can also be like, eh, well, we we need to set up for season eight. Made good on some of that stuff. Yeah. Like they made good on Eddie this season, who Eddie. had his face. Ed Sheeran's character was named Eddie, <laughs> and he had his eyelids burned off, and mm. I didn't even pick it up. 
and I knew because everyone was going to ask. Everyone was going to ask what happened to him. Because yeah, they were like, we need to put a back. line in there. Of all the people, Ed Sheeran needs closure. In that mm. scene in this episode, I was like, Bron, why would Bron put up with the like? Bron has three three uh, prostitutes, three whores with him mm-hmm. in in episode eight one, and they're all just talking about other men. And I'm like, yeah. what the fucking Bron of the Blackwater, the Bron I know, would not put exactly. even like, ladies. I'm the only man that matters right now. Yeah. Like, well, that's kind of what he did. Paying? He was like, I shot a dragon. Yeah. And they, were, and they were still like, what about Eddie from the... He has no eyelids. How do you sleep with no eyelids? That's a good question. <laughs> he ain't pretty no more. Um, season seven was very... It could, it could be regarded as very weak writing, or it could be regarded as like, hey, we're setting stuff up. Yeah. And Maybe I'm a little sort a, of, little B. Yeah, and I'm I'm sort of holding out hope that like it was setting a lot of stuff up. It yeah. was like they saw like okay, we have 13 episodes left at the beginning of season 7 and we need to give a certain amount of attention to these last like the the closure stuff. Yeah. And that'll be mostly season 8. So we need to literally Move the pieces across the board, get our stuff done, move the pieces back across the board, move the pieces back. Like, we need to get everything that should probably take a couple seasons done in one season. It's kind of crazy, though. Like, all right, last two seasons, let's trim it down to seven episodes and six episodes. They also... Like, what are you guys doing? They also got rid of three quarters of the cast in, in one scene. They got mostly everybody together in that Sept of Baylor and just fucking blew it to yeah. shit, which yeah. I thought was great. But it really takes the scope and like whoosh, shrinks it way in. Yeah. But again, like I don't know. I don't. I don't know how this is going to turn out. But I mean, like they could have easily kept with the ten episode seasons you and been think like, so it's a little weird. And been like, okay, let's let's stay with ten episodes and let's tell the story. Mm-hmm. They sort of. It feels like they sort of have carte blanche of like, actually, we made it twenty episodes. This exactly. people yeah. be like, woo. Right? Like, like this, it doesn't matter. This is a huge thing, and like most people are just buying into it. And people would be stoked yeah. to hear, like, "Hey, we're actually doing thirteen episodes. We're, we're going to yeah. take the time. We're yeah. going to like s- set up some of the nuance." Because it is weird where you're like, part of you is like, "Well, maybe they just didn't think they had that enough story to tell to do it." But, but then, that, but then you watch how fast they try to tell all the story, and you're like, yeah. "You kind of needed more episodes <laughs> to tell the story." Yeah, Oliver, you have uh, very comprehensive notes, mm-hmm. uh, which is as great. comprehensive I could, as I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of callbacks to season one, episode one, season the mm-hmm. final season here, episode yes. one. Yeah. Uh, opens in almost the exact same way as season one, episode one, yep. arriving in Winterfell. Tyrion is even part of the convoy like he was. Mm-hmm. Same, same music. music. Yeah. Uh, they had shot. the little kid kind of representing Arya, yeah. who was trying to get a better view, and was, Arya sees Bran, the actually, little kid. Well, yeah, it was yeah, Bran, you're yeah, right. Because Bran was climbing and yeah. doing the thing. That was the same kid who ended up in the thing at the end, right? No. No. This was kid? just no. a random The kid, kid who ended up in the thing at the end was the lord of... The Umber. The Umber, yeah. Kid oh. Umber. Really? Who, yeah. like, leans oh. forward, yeah, and yeah, yeah. they're like, we need more wagons oh. to get our boys here. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that was... I thought that was Because you were talking. Yes. Also, They said, yes. They said yes. right when they found him, it's the Umber boy. Oh, good, yes. Yeah. Yes, I was talking, yes. Actually, you two were fucking talking! <laughs> I don't think Oliver was. Oliver was pretty uh, good about just sticking his nose in his notebook, yeah. but, but I Anyways, was... yeah. Lots of parallels between season one, episode one, mm. which I fucking love, and I mm. love that, like, attention to detail. About things like it, it goes down to even that kid running and climbing, uh, mirroring what Bran was doing in the first episode, plus like the music, which mm-hmm. I don't think we have heard since. 
No, it was... It like, was, that theme was kind of reserved for the beginning of that season and then never touched again until now. Yeah, and and it was uh, it was very much so welcoming um, Robert, the king of Westeros, to Winterfell. And now we are seeing uh, Danny and John come into Winterfell. The rightful as, king of, Winter, uh, of Westeros. Well... The sure. heir to the throne. Yeah, I heir mean, to like, the yeah. throne. I mean, what does heir if, mean? Anymore? If Daenerys is like, if you if you value Daenerys's claim, you have to value John's claim. That's, That's true. true. You have to put her. You John have to over at her. least put John over Daenerys. You have to, whether you put John at the top or yeah. not. Yeah, you have to. Yeah um because he's a man so that's cool and like um stop it <laughs> that's 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 literally why <laughs> yeah, i know <laughs> and you see and you so you see uh the unsullied walking through and it's a huge army mm-hmm. right and then you see john and daenerys uh, riding on their horse come through and you can see like the the faces of the people uh looking upon them and being like I don't trust them. Yeah, mm. yeah, they're like not. Them. They're not accepting of this. This this foreign mm. leader or John, this foreign queen. Jon Snow left King of the King of the North and came back, having bent the knee to this foreign queen. Right. Uh, it's cool when the music dies down, like the season one sounding music dies down, and then it's just like horse clops through the street and everyone just looking with no sound whatsoever like it it hammers home the whole like man no one is fucking impressed by any of this yeah <laughs> she looks so fucking smug as she's riding oh, in just the yeah. most like self-confident cocksure grins or dragons are flying over that's sort of something i hate daenerys is more and more smug as the show goes on and fucking smug daenerys is the worst she, hey she, she might be the heel at the end of all this. She so. needs to get her comeuppance. That's interesting that you that you mentioned heel turn because that is something I'm totally into. Is like she was always the one people were rooting for throughout the well, a lot of people were rooting, th- rooting for through mm-hmm. this series. And if she turns out to be just this like bad guy at the end, like mm-hmm. uh, like she's there, she was always vying for that throne, but then now she realizes like John is like the true heir. And that John is like, he has the better claim to the throne, and that like she's gonna kill him. She's burning, she's burning people, and she's like, hey, this is my, this is my thing, mm. and I like that. I actually really like that she, idea. She's fucking all Targaryen. Yeah, Jon Snow is a little both. Mm. That what would be if? a great if if Daenerys turns on Jon before the end of this. Because, like, season seven, it felt so stereotypical with, like, of course Jon and Daenerys end up together. Yeah. Of course they're riding, like, king and queen. But, like, it would be a great surprise if she's fucking turns on. So this is my throne! That's something I, I, I really hated about season seven was, like, oh, this is totally turning into... Like kind of a uh, kind of a predictable ending. Mm-hmm. Like John and Daenerys are gonna be fucking yep. ha- like a, a couple, and they're gonna band together, and then it's they're gonna fight the White Walkers, and then it's gonna be like, all right, they're gonna win somehow. There must be some surprise be ha- exactly. at the end of the season, right? Game of Thrones made its name on surprising you, being like, this yeah. is, the show isn't what you thought it was, and that's that's what I like about this idea of of Daenerys kind of being like, ooh, I don't know, like she might be a like she might be a conflict. Well, and maybe they'll. I think it'll be cool is if they go the route of like neither of them are up and up the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like it would be cool if they wrote it in such a way that at the end it's like, oh, who are you rooting for? Yeah. In the long run, I remember what they did with the Captain America Civil War thing, where they're like they tried to give each side enough 
credibility. Cred- credibility like, yeah. so that people, and then they did their whole promotional thing. Like, oh, are you team Iron Man or team Cap? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, I'm team John. Yeah. <laughs> and th- and that's sort of what I like. Like it's ambiguous, right? Yeah. It's, it's not completely like, okay, Daenerys and John are going to be totally good buds mm-hmm. and probably bang. And like, it'll yeah, be all lots good. Of fucking- she seems, it would, it would be truly surprising from a writing perspective and just from her character perspective. Like she seems to be wholly good and does what she thinks is good. And sometimes initially you're like, wow, Daenerys is doing some fucked up shit. But then you learn that she had it all planned out the whole time. And really she's still the good. But there's still you know, like, they're drawing attention to this stuff. And some of this stuff will get into as we go, but they're drawing attention to the stuff where it's like, well, you Daenerys burned these people who, who were her prisoners just because mm-hmm. they wouldn't recognize her as queen. Whereas John, with the wildlings who wouldn't recognize him, he still let them live. Yeah. So they are yeah. trying that's a good, to that's a really good point, put actually. attention yeah. to some of that stuff. Yeah, and it, it totally uh, it gives that like black and white kind of um, perspective on how John would rule or how Daenerys would rule, and like it gives like a human feeling because Samwell is a character that we like have grown to love and he's very endearing great hair in this season yeah, yeah he's fucking really, he's really cleaned up as and the like, years have gone on and like the direct actions of what what Danny has done to his family you can see on the face and the actions of Samwell yeah and it's like yeah like holy shit like Sam is sad and and by extension like we're sad for him because of what Danny has done and I think it speaks to um, that scene where basically towards the end of this episode Bran tells Sam like it's time to tell John that he's a Targaryen uh, but the first thing Sam tells him isn't that Daenerys is a his aunt it, he tells him like you know Daenerys like burned my father and my brother and I think that maybe even more to that speaks to Maybe Sam will, if we if we entertain this idea that Daenerys and John will maybe not always yeah. be this tight knit unit, like maybe Sam will kind of pull him away a little bit. Mm-hmm. It might also totally be like, oh no, they're perfect together. He's the yin to her yang, be- mercy to dragon fire. Like it might sure. double down on. But it's absolutely, the ever it's after. absolutely like causing that rift. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. John is the true heir, but John's like, she's a good king or she's a good queen. It's good, good, good I really, impression. I really love her. Yeah, I she's love her. Very attractive. Yeah. And he's very like, we're all going to die if we yes. don't have her on our side. Yes. So. Yeah. I, and, and like rightfully so. John is like, yo, we need dragons to fight the undead. So, End of discussion, you guys. And we're, again, we're going to get more into this, but we're kind of just diving right in. It's true. Um, now John has ridden a dragon. Yeah. And what if when push comes to shove, being Targaryen... John has a dragon. Yeah. I, I sort of figured that's what that scene in this episode was, was about. To, of like, yeah. Was supposed to imply. Yeah, like, oh, Targaryens ride dragons. <laughs> well, and also, maybe now John has a dragon. Like, when it all comes oh, down to it, maybe... The the one Drogo or whatever, Drogon, the one that fucking looked at him as yeah. he was macking on yeah. Daenerys. And that's the same one he rode, yeah. which kind of makes me wonder if, like, I wonder if that was dragon... It? I thought that no. was the, bla- the black one was the eyeing The black him. one... Is the one that uh, Danny always rides, Drogon. Yeah. Oh, and, and that, that was the one that was, was eyeing him, I think. Oh. Yeah. That's why I was like, ooh, Dr- ooh. Daddy Drogon, not happy about yeah. this. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I, I think maybe when it comes to a big fight, if that riff happens and there's a big fight between Danny and John. You think he takes a dragon? I think the dragon maybe goes with him. That would and be maybe, crazy. Like, I was, like, uh, as I was watching, I'm like, 
all right, this dragon fucking flight episode is just fucking way too long. We don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's sort of laying down the 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 the, the works for. All right, maybe maybe John is relating to this dragon and this dragon is taking to John and maybe like yeah. yeah. There's there's a there's a bit of like all right, I like this guy and and yeah, like what you guys are saying like if there's a conflict, this dragon will side with John. And then everyone has a dragon. That'd be really interesting. Three-way fight. <laughs> yep. Everyone's got a dragon. And oh. remember, like, they're supposed to be super intelligent. Dragons are supposed to yeah. be way smarter than you and I. Mm. Um, yeah, they're not just, like, beasts. Yeah. They're not right. But they, they kind of come across as just beasts in the show. Because they're eating, like, little kids and goats. And, and you're like, oh, dragons. Well. Yeah, they haven't had they haven't really done a good job of, like, explaining, like expressing that. Yeah. Like, but, these are ex- intelligent animals. Yeah. Do we know... Do we dragons are intelligent in Game of Thrones? Yeah, okay. did, like I'll, I'll find I'm, a quote. I'm I think under it's, the impression of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh, Tyrion, maybe who's talking about it. I'll mm. I'll find the quote, but I I specifically remember like the phrase like super intelligent, right. way smarter than you and me. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if that was a Game of Thrones thing or a dragons as lore thing mm. yeah. in well, general. Yeah, 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 they all sound like Sean Connery. They sure yes. had Dennis Quaid. Yes. <laughs> Um, why don't we start kind of going through the show maybe in order? I don't know how in order your notes are. They're absolutely in order. Perfect. Why don't you take us <laughs> take us through the beginning of the show? Uh, so just continuing with the parallels with that season one, episode one, which I loved. Mm. I absolutely loved that they did that. The because, full like, circleness of it. Yeah, exactly. And so it's the kid climbing, just like Bran. The music, the same as when uh, King Robert was arriving to Winterfell. Mm. Uh, watching the, the, the queen arrive to Winterfell. Um, even down to some of the quotes where Catelyn Stark at the very beginning of the, 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 the series is like, Hey, where's Arya? Mm-hmm. Um, John says, Hey, where's Arya? Yeah. And like, it's, it's, it's that sort of detail. Like, yeah. And, and she says something, which I don't think it was a line to line thing, but she says lurking somewhere, yeah. which was a very Arya thing to be doing even back in season one. Mm-hmm. I found that uh, dragons quote. Tyrion says, uh, dragons are intelligent, more intelligent than men, according to some maesters. They have affection for their friends and fury for their enemies. That's when he's, I think he's like going down to free them because Daenerys disappears right. for a while and he's going down to free the other two. Yeah. Um, so maybe, maybe they're not, it, it's not hard confirmed that they are like super intelligent, right. I guess, but... And and the same meeting uh, as when John and Danny come to meet the the people at Winterfell. Uh, Sansa even says, "Hey, Winterfell is yours." Mm-hmm. Same thing as when Ned says to uh, King Robert, "Winterfell is yours." And it it it's it's a minor thing, and a lot of people caught it. It, it was kind of blatant, yeah. right? Especially like, with the music, yeah. yeah. Like, but it's just a cool like mirror. Like I like, that. and um. So there's there's a scene of Arya uh, where she's looking at the procession coming in, and she sees all these people, John, uh, the Hound, even Gendry, and you realize, like, um, Arya hasn't seen these people for... It's been, like, season two? Seasons. Yes. Yeah. Seasons they... for us, but years for them. Yeah. Right. Right? And, like, even the Hound, like, she spent a lot of time with the Hound, mm-hmm. and, like, they, they went through some shit. Yeah. And, yeah. They, like, Arya is a character that, that, that has spent time with a lot of, of, of these characters, and they were, like, memorable, like, like, uh, situations. Yeah. And it, it, it just kind of dawns on us, like, holy shit, like, she... Has gone through a lot of stuff, and it's it's going to be interesting when she actually gets to talk to these people. And she got around the world 
uh, on a level that a lot of characters didn't. Yeah. Like a lot of the characters pretty much stuck to Winterfell or pretty much stuck to the wall or pretty much stuck to King's Landing. Arya was fucking all over the map. Yeah. Yeah, she went down to King's Landing with everybody, then she went up and kind of um after Ned got beheaded, she got up into the Riverlands. Yep, and, yeah, exactly. And yeah. she 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 hung out with Tywin, she hung out with the Hound, she hung out with Gendry, she hung out with uh did she hang out with Brienne? Yeah. She yep. had she yep. had a, a thing with Brienne right after uh, right after Brienne and uh, the Hound fought. Yeah, yeah. She, she stuck with them. And eventually, there's there's a part where Arya fights Brienne. Arya and Brienne duel. Yeah, and Arya like kicks the shit out of her. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking like, awesome. So Arya is one of those characters that has has gone around the block and then and, overseas. Yeah. yeah, which is a whole other thing. And she learns, and then it, it's a it's a neat thing where uh, where. We've witnessed how far she has come. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. She left a little girl and, like, came back a magic shape-changing assassin lady. <laughs> yeah. Baddest woman on the planet. Some might say. No. So it, it's interesting to see how she's in the crowd seeing these people that she had once knew. And it's it's just an interesting thing where we're like, oh, yeah, she's going to meet up with Gendry again. Yeah. Because they did that whole thing where they traveled for a bit. And she was acting like a boy, and Gendry's like, oh, you're my lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He peed in front of her. Yeah. They're yeah. gonna fuck. <laughs> Pulled my cock out in front of a lady. And yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a situation there where there's there's sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is we- weird. It's weird. It's the weird part of that is you're like, wait, Arya's still eight. She can't, she's, she's too young to date. This but is, she, what is this? How yeah. much time has passed? Because she was like eight at the start of the. Yeah. In fiction time. I should look. It's been, yeah. the crazy that, thing to think about real life time, is it's yeah. been eight years in real life. Yeah. Which is fucking insane. Yeah. And that's, that's very interesting because yeah, like. Like even though there is that 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 interaction with them, it it is a thing where like no like we don't specifically see Arya as a, a a girl who would like yeah yeah like be like hey she's gonna bang Gendry she's never had a sexual thought in her life that exactly. saintly woman <laughs> mm, apparently thoughts of murder but <laughs> uh, about six to seven years apparently there's no hard way to track it. So it sort of checks 15. out with like with like real time almost. Sure, yeah, you could fuck at fifteen at that time. So as as they're marching through, you can see how the North people of Winterfell are just unimpressed with uh, Queen Daenerys. Mm-hmm. Just unimpressed. Yeah, they look at her and they're like, "Who is this?" And that's that's interesting because. Well, they they have pledged their. Their lives and their their trust in the king in the north, right. Jon Snow, and that was like a huge moment when that happened, where they all like the Lady of Bear Island stood up and threw her sword behind them, and and oh, and everyone. Well, everyone, if a five year old thinks this, then so do I. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's screaming "King in the North" and everything. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's just buying into up. it. Yeah. And then the next time you see him, he's like, "I gave up my crown." Yeah, and so he yeah he goes he rides south. To meet with the with the queen, and nobody's imp- nobody likes that idea. And mm. then he comes back up, and they're marching through with the unsullied with the. Does she have another army? Yeah, the Dothraki. Yeah, mm. yeah, who are totally like have taken to snow like it is no big deal. No. Totally cool with yeah. it now. Never never crossed the magic poison water, but apparently frozen water falling from the sky that kills their horses is this fine. It's just no That's big deal. Fine. It's it's okay. <laughs> um, also worth noting because of how unimpressed everyone seems is the Winterfell history of a Stark 
uh, bowing to a Targaryen Ugh. is mm. probably still a very big deal to a yeah. lot of people. That's yeah, that's fresh for a lot of those old folks. I think yeah. one of them's called is Bran, and he's the king who knelt. Is what yeah. they what they believe in, and like that's kind of a sticking point because. Yeah. Everybody in the North feels like the North should be like this sovereign nation, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, by John going to the South and then coming back with this Southern ruler or a foreign ruler, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, fucking wow. Michigan. Another yeah. king who knelt, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's interesting because like put 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 yourselves in that situation, right? Like, all right, we're, we're going we're gonna to rally behind John, mm-hmm. but John is talking about this fucking threat from the North. And he's gonna go down south. Talking, Jog- to, talking about building a wall that that they're gonna pay for. It's the craziest <laughs> shit. I don't even know. And and yeah, then he comes up with with this with this foreign ruler. Like, I mean, is it for me as a watcher? I'm like, okay, you guys get over it. Yes. Fucking get over it. Like, what about for time- you as a Northman? But yeah, like, is that a thing? Like, totally, hundred percent. Especially because like we sort of just went through this with Rob Stark. Like, we just had a king in the north. Look how that worked out. Here's our second king in the north. Look how this is fucking working out. Yeah. Like, at what point is the north maybe... Well, at what point does the north become, like, a democracy? Yeah. You know, one man, <laughs> one vote. Like. Yeah. I I asked Brandon this um, before. Like, does the north really believe in the threat beyond the wall? Right. Um... I know they 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 made the effort to go and capture uh, a white and take it down to King's Landing to prove to uh, Cersei, hey, these are real. We need we need you to at least fucking chill mm-hmm. while we handle this. Mm-hmm. But did John ever like? I know John did that for the the Night's Watch and he did that for the Wildlings, but he didn't really prove anything to the Glovers, the Umbers. Yeah. And and the other houses in the north. Very much a take my word for it. Yeah. yeah. Which they kind of seem to, at least to the extent where they were like, well, we're behind you. We'll get behind you. Yeah. If you're fucking, we'll get behind you to fight monsters. We'll get behind you to fight Lannisters. We'll get behind you. Yeah. But you're right. Maybe when you introduce Daenerys into all this, then they're like, and he's like, well, we need her. We're going to die without her. Then they're all, everyone's like, well, we're we're fucking like, actually, people made of ice. That's a good point. And like, even of the people he showed, only a handful of people have seen the undead, the army of the dead and Mm -hmm. lived to tell the tale. It's like John, it's, it's most of the main cast, right? It's like John, um, uh, Tormund, Giant's Mm -hmm. Bane, who is still alive. My boy. We see him. Uh, He's ginger. I think Dolores Ed has had Beautiful. some run-ins with yeah. the White Walkers. Yeah, whatever. I can't remember his name, but it's great to see he's still around. <laughs> yeah. I remember in season one him talking about how the Night's Watch was so much shoveling. No one yeah. ever tells you about the shoveling. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, even even like even the Wildlings and even the people who, even like the Lannister army, I don't think anybody really believes, other than the people who know already mm-hmm. about the threat of of the undead. Maybe I mean I guess a lot of the wildlings have because like most of those wildlings ended up coming through the shit. They had to like bring a bunch of them in right at the end. Mm-hmm. And then the and wildlings then... are kind of mixing up with everyone in in Winterfell. You'd you'd think if enough of them were going to be like, no, seriously, I've seen it. Like it's a fucking problem. Yeah, yeah. but they're just like nobody trusts the wild. Remember the wildlings have been the enemy for a thousand years, yeah. right? And so nobody trusts the wildlings. It's like John and his council being like, no, oh, we all got to get along, everybody, but. Meanwhile, the Northerners hate the Wildlings. The Wildlings don't trust anybody. The South really doesn't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Unsullied seem okay. Like they, they seem like they're getting along. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do whatever the fuck they're told. <laughs> At any rate, um, 
the North is super not impressed with Danny. Like they're riding through, but fucking she's dragons. so smug when these dragons yeah, fly the over. Dragons fly over, and they're like, "That's an impressive sight." I'm sure. Mm, yes, I'm sure. Right? Because they're enormous beasts, and they're flying. Smug grin yeah. on her face. It's daddy. probably very much from her point of view. A, I, I, they don't need to like me because I have these fucking two dragons. It's true, so. but as these dragons are flying over, these two dragons yeah. are yeah. flying over. It is kind of the first time we've seen them since season seven, episode seven, and like the last time we saw Danny and her dragons before this, one of them fucking died. Like maybe that smug little grin. Maybe you should remember what happened to the only three dragons to exist for the last hundred years. Yeah. Like. <laughs> You, you know, maybe maybe dial it back just a little bit. Yeah, for sure. She's not really expressing the the, the emotion that should happen of her of one of three dragons. Yeah. Like what happened? The to only them. three, the three rarest things in the world. Yeah, one of your fucking triplets dies. You can't fucking yeah, take it out on the other. Also, two. <laughs> you kind of need all three of those triplets to save the world, nah. and it's. Uh, and then she learns that when I might be getting ahead of us. When does she learn that uh, her dragon's been turned? Uh, pretty soon after, actually, they mm. arrive and John greets Bran because Bran's Bran a fucking so three-eyed raven. She's, so baked. Oh hugged. my god! He hugs him. He's like, "Oh, I haven't seen you probably since episode one, season one." Yeah, like you're my little brother. He never and- disputes that to John, but later in the episode, he's like, "I'm not his brother." Whenever anybody who recognizes Bran, I realize comes up, he's like, "Oh, Bran." He's like, "Hi, I've changed." But when he's talking well, second like very, person about it, yeah, he it seems he's very much, much like, I'm a different dude. I am not. I'm not Bran. I am not Bran. Yeah. And even when he says, uh, you're a man now, and he says almost. almost. Yeah, yeah, almost. And then there's a little bit of pleasantries, and he immediately says, we don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. The Night King has one of your dragons. The wall has fallen. Yes, Bran yeah. is the only one who seems to have like a fucking have, finger on the pulse. You should have tagged on the end. Also, if anyone's planning on just going and flying around on dragons recreationally, remember we don't have time for right. even this conversation. I can see the future. Um, <laughs> and I mean, that's exactly like, that's the urgency that I feel with like everything I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Like, we only have five episodes, you guys. We yeah. don't have yeah. time for any <laughs> fucking bullshit. <laughs> Like yeah, ten minute dragon flying montage, and <laughs> um, so that's hilarious. Like Bran is 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 he knows mm. he knows that like everything is dire. He knows things are happening, and he mentions that to Danny. Like, hey, one of your dragons has fallen, and and they've resurrected him into this fucking White Walker dragon. Which sort of felt like no, because like remember that was the climax. That was the last scene. Well, I yeah. guess the last scene was like the dragon blowing the wall down. Was you learning the significance of that, and you were left with that for a whole year, and then they sort of brush it off. And yeah, like, they don't. They Danny's, don't mention it. Danny's like she puts a little frown on, and that's it. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that that was a huge well, deal to me. Right. I can't believe everyone here but is think, underselling it. I think that stuff is sometimes like movie magic, where it's like it's. It was a big deal to you, and it's not anymore. Yeah, let's just fucking move on. Yeah, like, I, I not you've get had, that as well. You've had the shock of this already. Let's just soldier forward. Yeah, that's fair. Everyone cried in their sleep about it, but <laughs> I mean, like that is a huge point. Like Danny knowing that her 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 dragon, because as far as she knows, it fell into the water and it's died. Dead. Yeah. yeah. But now with the news that like, hey, they've resurrected the thing and they have control over it and they've knocked down the wall. Yep. Mm. That should be like. like, That should be huge. Yeah, they have they have the super weapon that they're going to use to end the world. And it is this resurrected dragon. It's fine. We have two super. Yeah, we got two. We got two. And we got the the bigger one. too. Two versus one. Yeah, sure. Um, 
The North seems stuck about John as king. Yeah. Yes. Like they're like, hey John, you're a king. We 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 called you king. You're our mm. king. Lady, then, we had a moment. Yeah. They had, yeah. A, they had a moment. Lady, oh, lady yeah. moments. <laughs> and they're like, they raised their swords, and they're like, yep. The king in the north! Yeah, and they chanted it, and it was we a We all had thing. goosebumps at home. Yep. Oh, yeah, and it was a great yep. moment, because we're like, John, yeah, fuck yeah. And then John's like, hey, you guys, come on. Nah. Like, it's not a big deal. He, to be fair, he does go through what we're talking about in season seven with Danny of, yeah. like, they'll never worship me, yada, 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 yada. And then it is the, like, basically he witnesses the miracle. He sees the dragons, whatever, whatever, and, and they, you know, make yeah. good, and he bends the knee. But he, in it season is- seven, kind of embodies, and it's very fast because seven is very rushed, but but he does go through a lot of this. And Where, now, yeah. it, now the people in the north are kind of re also experiencing, yeah, what we did in like the space of an episode or whatever a, it was. He's a smart man yeah. in that he's, and he's very selfless in that he's very much like the fucking. It doesn't matter if I'm the yeah. king, yes, like it matters to them because that's the kind of thing that they look for. They need a king, but to me, it's like it's just a title. I need three dragons more than I need to be called king. Yeah. Three dragons, unsullied army, and a Dothraki yeah. army. Like, we need men. We need to fight this thing. Cause... Which is very much, too, him, like... Remember, he used to be praised as, as his father. Like, Stannis is like, oh, you're just like Ned. Mm. And uh, John's like, well, th- I consider that a compliment. And Stannis is like, it's not. Like, yeah. you are honorable to a fucking fault that yeah. is going to get you killed. And he's kind of... He's not dishonorable, but he is. it seems like he is... A little more flexible. I don't think Ned Stark would have ever bent the knee, type of type of thing, sure. right? After his maybe people yeah. declare him king in the north, where maybe John is kind of getting out from under Ned's shadow a bit, especially in the especially now that he knows he's not Ned's son. Yeah. Uh, so that goes into a conversation about like Sans is like, hey, we got a Dothraki army, we've got an Unsullied army, mm-hmm. we've got three dragons. How are we going to support this army? We got the the northern army. We got all the banners in. Um, and then uh, Tyrion says, "Okay, the Lannisters are coming up too. We're going to fight Boo! this." Yes, yeah, yes. Oh, little boos from the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're all gonna band together and we're gonna fight this White Walker army. And then Sansa chimes in with like, "What? Th- think about the logistics, you guys. Like, how mm. are we going to?" How are we going to feed all these people? She's fucking up here oh, making I political love, decisions. I love like, Sansa in she's, this episode. Yeah. She's very much... It, it totally harkens back to in 7 when you think that she is going to oppose Jon. Mm. Where she is like openingly questioning him in yeah. front of everybody. And she she does that exact same routine here where it is like, We have all these problems. We're talking about them. And just before it ends, Sansa's like, Also this horrible thing. Yeah. Yeah. It is I, very much like someone like Sansa seems like she has the brain of a fucking leader. Yes. And I love just taught her well. Yeah. I love yeah, I love that about season seven, and I wish they would have delved deeper into a ri- like um just a disconnect between John and Sansa. Where I wish they would have like really emphasized that a little bit more because I like that rift. I and I think that we might see it this season. Yeah. Well and, I, and that's good. I agree with Oliver. I think that I wish they did a better job of it, because I think it's I think we're supposed to think it's there now. Yeah. Like, I think we're supposed to think that John is very much more on Daenerys' side than his own family's side. And that's why they mm-hmm. have the scene coming up where uh, Arya's like, don't forget you're a Stark. Like, yeah. So I think they didn't do a very good job of, of making that riff big enough that mm. when this season started, you don't get that feeling 
of it's like oh like Sansa and John are on very different wavelengths in terms of what to do here mm-hmm. uh as much as I think the show wants you to think they are yeah yeah because with with all Sansa stuff and especially this conversation Sansa is like keeping it real yeah mm. like we have the biggest army that's ever been formed on Westeros and uh yeah we have a standing we have a good chance of fighting this army but like how are we going to support this yeah. army like that is the realness of this situation do we think that that was do we think that's going to come into play the actual logistics or do you think that was just a story mechanism to ask Danny well what do dragons even eat whatever do they want yeah. cut to the next scene I think I think the and, and that and I think the purpose of the scene is not to get into the logistics but to be like Sansa is going to be the logistical leader yeah. she is the one who maybe is not as charismatic as John but is kind of the person you would want running Winterfell in the end. Yeah, it might be it might be that sort of sticking point where hey, this is not going to be as as smooth as as you want it to be. It's mm-hmm. it's not going to be as fairy tale as you want it to be because there's the realness of feeding all these people. Yeah. And Sansa is very much looking after the north, like specifically the northerners in a way that Jon is thinking about the whole world and Danny is thinking about being queen yes. like she is like, well, no, this is how the House of the Starks. I need to make sure the House of the Starks is okay. Yeah. And and it also serves to build that rift later, too, where um, Daenerys is like, I don't think your sister likes me very much. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, she yeah. really doesn't. Tale as old as time. The yeah. boyfriend, the sister, and the girlfriend. Stands mm-hmm. to reason. Mm-hmm. Wait mm-hmm. wait till Sansa learns the thing. No. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, goes on and then uh, Tyrion Sansa meeting. They haven't met since what? Season two? Season three? Three. Three. The last time they saw each other was the purple wedding. Was purple Joffrey's wedding, yep. death. Yep. Which is had its moments when you yes yes <laughs> great like uh, man that, was that, good. that yeah. particular line where they bring it up and they're like oh I haven't seen you since Joffrey's wedding or whatever like that really sucked and Sansa's like well it had its moments yeah. referring to Joffrey's death you're like she's become a stone like Arya yeah. and Sansa have become these stone cold killers yeah yeah and I love that yeah me too like, they it shows really their growth as characters. Like, Cassandra was always like, hey, I want to be a princess, and yeah. I want to be the prince. Stupid little girl with and then stupid she gets, little dreams. Yeah, she gets fucking abused, and she gets beaten up, and she gets raped, and, like... And then, like, the, it comes to this 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 point where Sansa and Tyrion were kind of on good terms. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, they were forced to be married. Yep. Neither of them wanted it. None no. of them wanted it, but Tyrion was, was cool enough to be like, hey... We don't gotta fuck. Yeah, like, whatever. If you don't want to, we don't have to. Yeah. And this meeting was like, I haven't seen you in a while. Like mm. you, shit went down, and I got blamed for it. And because you got, because you, you got it, because okay. you disappeared. Like I took the brunt of it. Yeah. Yeah. I almost got fucking executed. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, "Well, we both survived." They both took yeah. the blame for Joffrey's death. Like it didn't seem like they were. They don't seem adversarial at all. No, it, it seemed more the of a red, thing like the Red Viper took the brunt of the. It, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um. But then it goes on to be like, listen, the Lannister army is going to come up. We're going to bolster this whole thing. Like, don't worry. We're good. And then Sansa's like, hey, you actually believe her, don't you? Because that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. And it, it's this this situation where Sansa's like, you're kind of an idiot for believing your sister. And it's this whole dynamic where Tyrion has become one of the smartest people in the series. Mm. But in this one exchange, it's like... Sansa be chopping him down like you're an idiot for believing her yeah yeah and it feels like Tyrion over the last couple seasons has been very much more 
Like it's like he's found this hope that his uh totally blinded him to being the schemer that he once was where it was it's very much like you're making dumb decisions because mm-hmm. you you are behind Danny 100% and he used to be behind no one 100% and now you seem kind of like an idiot by comparison to a yeah. lot of these people. Yeah. Yeah, and that's sort of shitty as far as Tyrion goes because it's like yeah, he's always been like ahead of the ball, mm. ahead of everything. He's one of the best schemers. Yeah. Mm. He should have been the one to take Littlefinger down. But on that note, should have been. Um, I don't know if you guys remember. I don't know if you guys watched the the conversation on that the on the previous season where Tyrion is talking to Cersei. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. so it's Tyrion talking to Cersei, and it's being like, "Hey, there's a threat up north." Uh, Cersei uh, sort of um implies that she's pregnant, and then Tyrion picks up on that, and he's like, "All right, um." If the threat comes down, that child of yours is just going to die. Like, like, it's a threat to everything. It's a threat to our well-being, whatever. And then it sort of cuts cuts from that. And there's sort of an implied, like, conversation there. As far as, like, there's something left unsaid. Mm-hmm. As far as we know, between Tyrion and Cersei. And then the next scene is, okay, um... Cersei says we're good to go. Cersei comes in. And he's like, "Yep, we're good to go." The the Lannister army will fall behind you, right? Like mm-hmm. like they didn't they didn't end the conversation when the scene ended. There was some well, more behind doors. Yes, that's yeah. like there's the whole part where like she is going to order um, the mountain to cut him down or whatever. Yeah, because he's like, I've thought about killing you more times than I can that count. Was Jamie, like, wasn't it? This, they'd happen to both of them. Oh, both both okay. brothers yeah. in that last and episode. Fucking, those are intense. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he's like, "Do it. Tell tell him to cut me down or whatever." But like, what what is the? I'm not picking up on. Like, what is the unsaid? I don't know. Like, it just feels, it felt like that conversation went on longer yeah. than when was Tyrion what they showed Was it something in the effect of, like, Cersei being like, I'm still going to fucking kill you? Like, no, it's more like. I, I just watched that last episode. It was more like Cersei being like, hey, you guys can deal with with whatever the fuck's going on up yeah. there. If there's anything going on just up like, there. We'll, we'll deal with whatever's left over. And yeah, and then Tyrion's like, "Listen, if we're if we don't if we do not defeat what's going on with the White Walkers, like it's just going to come down. It's going to kill you and your newborn child or whatever." Is that unsaid thing like Jamie's? We know Jamie's the father. I don't think that matters. It's just the fact that um, there's he... there's still a threat. Yeah, yeah, hmm. and so that whole thing sort of leads to why. Tyrion thinks that Cersei will go through with her promise. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Because he says something like she has something to fight for now. Yeah. And is it Arya who's like, you're an idiot? No, it's Sansa. 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 Yeah, okay. I can remember which sister. I used used to think you were the smartest man in this world. Yeah. And then then she walks away. Sansa knows Cersei... And and also isn't her brother, so isn't blinded by like. Yeah. Well, maybe we can get along. But then also maybe like from Tyrion's point of view, Sansa doesn't have all the information. That's true. Because Tyrion's probably like, you don't know. Yeah. That she has a kid. Yeah. And yeah. she will fucking support us to keep that kid alive. Tyrion so. should also know like. Cersei is just gonna fucking try to kill him no matter what. That should always that, be in your like, head. Where Cer- even if she Tyrion should have, always have that in there. That yeah. sort of that sort of whole le- leads to the whole thing where John or sorry, um, Tyrion had that conversation with Cersei and truly believes that Cersei is gonna lead an army 
to the north. But even when he's telling the northerners this, and I couldn't really tell if it was because he knew the northerners the northerners weren't going to take it well. Hmm. But even when he was saying, and the Lannisters are going to march north, he sounded very like, uh, oh, good. And the, and the Lannisters. Yeah, also, the Lannisters uh, are going to come up. And I couldn't tell if that was him being like, fuck, I don't even like this. Or if he was just like, I don't like that I am about to tell a bunch of Northerners that they're coming. I, I <laughs> sort of got the sense that, yeah, he was, like, anticipating the booze from right, the Northerners. Yeah, like, okay. and also the land. It was a very wrestling thing, <laughs> yeah. almost, of, like, let them boo. Yeah. And um, then just squeeze it in at the end. Yep. Oliver had to go to the bathroom. He's our uh, our note director. He also what turned he, the notes around. Yes, what has he got written down implying there? Implying that <laughs> I was supposed to pick up the baton. Northerners are not impressed. Brand says we don't have time for this. Uh, oh, oh, yes. Uh, so then we go to uh, the Godswood. Ah, uh, yes. Where uh, John and uh, Arya meet mm-hmm. uh, and kind of talk for the first time. We get a good line about um, Arya saying, how did you survive a knife to the heart? How does she know about that? I think Arya, like, I feel like that is not as big a secret as you think no? it is. Like, I, you're right. Uh, I don't think Daenerys da- Daenerys knows. doesn't know. Because there's a part where John is about to tell her in, I think it's season seven, maybe six. But there's a part where John's about to tell her and the Onion Knight is like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, totally coughs and covers it up. Don't you do it. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, yeah, I don't think it's like a super secret. And I feel like Arya has a way of getting information as part of her ninja training. Also, totally. She's like, how did you survive a knife to the heart? John says, I didn't. And she's like. On to the next question. Yeah. Doesn't even doesn't even bat an yeah. eyelash. Like she's probably okay. like, that's a weird answer, but it's good huh. to see. Yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting. Again, with the parallels with um season one, like uh, Ned's under the tree and they talk about stuff, and mm. then John's under the tree and they talk about stuff. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's just endearing to see these meetings. Like it happened all over season seven, where there were these characters that kind of just met up. Yeah. And then like, oh yeah, like fucking Oh shit. Yeah, Jor and Sam are yeah. are hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just develop characters that have never got to kind of show what it would be like if these two characters clashed. Yeah. It really feels like they're hitting all those notes. Everybody will meet everybody by the end, it seems yeah. like. Yeah, and it's cool to see. Uh then it switches to uh, King's Landing where Kyburn uh turns to Cersei and's like, "Hey, the White Walkers have broken uh, through the wall." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Good." Yeah, and then again, that we, sort of yes, we the audience are like, you stupid, come on. Yeah. That that sort of leads into the, the the other conversation. We're like, what did Tyrion and Cersei talk about? Like, why is she so confident about? Just, why she's so confident in herself? Mm-hmm. Is it because it's just classic Cersei, mm-hmm. or because like you think she knows something? Yeah, you think, you think Euron has that horn from the books? What controls the dragons? See, that would be interesting because that's a huge. That seems like a huge thing in the books. Mm-hmm. But like, fuck, they have they have dedicated that would be no time. That would be the worst MacGuffin to yeah, say. Like, what yeah, the fuck? You can't fuck? put it in now because they haven't talked about it at no. all. If they're just like, if someone who hadn't watched read the books saw Euron pull out a horn and say, this controls the dragons. They do I would lose my mind. (laughs) So is that, again, I I haven't read all the books. Is that the Horn of Winter that they're... Is that the same? I think so. There's only one horn. No, because there's a horn that breaks the wall. Is that, okay. Is that how they get through the wall in the books? Is it a horn that controls the dragons? Because now you're right. Now you got me... For sure there's a horn that controls dragons. Okay. I know I read read that. And there's definitely a horn that breaks the wall. Really? Do they... Has the wall been broken in the books? No. Oh, interesting. No. 
No. Interesting. Because uh, they, they, and wasn't it like no one even knew if the horn was real? Because yeah. wasn't the whole Ma- thing. Mance Raider was looking yeah, for Yeah, he was in the bushes and they're like, it was like a big bluff, like a, like a chicken fight where they were like, well, is there, do you think he has, a, he doesn't have the horn. Maybe, but it's a, he's bluffing about the horn. Mm-hmm. Well, don't they, they, they at least allude to it in, in the show. I know when Mance yeah. Raider's up there, like he's looking for something in the mountains, we don't know what. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder if. I get so confused over what happened in the books and the in the it's, movie. It's sometimes very hard the to show. keep track of. I think of. you should just dump whatever happens in the book. <laughs> I can't for I, now. The for problem now, is I can't. Like, like, I got a total recall myself. I can't. And... Just, I can't like I'm like because even when you guys brought up the horn, I was like, "Was the horn in the show or is the horn just in the book?" I don't think it is. No, I just read. Not, I just vaguely read something on the internet. Speaking of Euron Greyjoy, he has come back from Essos mm. with the company uh, with the Golden Company. Yep, and. Um, it's a big army. They're the big one. Yep. That uh, they used uh, the Iron Bank to pay for. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the army that Cersei plans on having for when things start turning south. Mm-hmm. You don't think that that is enough for her to be confident, do you? You don't think her confidence we, comes from the fact that she's like, no, I got this dope army now. I don't think so. I think she's got like, a We know it shouldn't. Because, like, it was the thing in season seven where, like, yeah, we'll work together. And then she, the, the, the whatever, John and Daenerys leave. And she's like, we're going to fuck them the first chance we get. No. Uh, I think she's got some ace in the hole. It's pro- I, th- I think it's probably wildfire for, like, the 17th time. Sure. Drop all the wildfire. Blimps yep. dropping wildfire. Yeah, something. <laughs> it's, it's wildfire she, again. Well, it sure as shit isn't elephants, that's <laughs> for sure. And she's fucking mad about that. That was maybe the most relatable Cersei Lannister's ever been in all those shows. <laughs> the elephants? Where, like, the d- disappointing dawning on her Aww. that there was no elephants coming to, to fight the war with her. Uh, Harry Strickland, I think, is the captain's name. Which is fucking just like it's Captain Strickland. They say Harry. I think that it's is Harry. the most. Yeah. That is the least Game of Thrones name I've ever heard. That what man the fuck? has sold me a boat. John Smith. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like, uh, so yeah, uh, I don't know what capacity they're gonna they're gonna play, but like the, she has a big uh, mercenary company. I think, and again, this is stuff that like the books kind of gives you more information mm-hmm. on the the. What is it? Free, uh, free company, golden company, golden company. Golden. Um, but I think for for the the basis of a show, it is just a easy way for them to write themselves out of the Lannisters can't possibly have enough men yeah. for this fight anymore. Yeah, for them to just be like, we got a lot of money now, we have an army. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Matt, how much of the books have you read? Uh, I think I've read all of Feast of Crows. Oh, I don't maybe no, nope. Feast of Crows is three. Lady, no, Feast Crows is four. Undead oh, Lady no. Stark. I've read up to Undead Lady Stark. Lady yeah, Cold, fuck. no, Cold Hands is no. What's her name? Lady Stoneheart. Stoneheart. Yeah, yeah. It's cla- oh. it's Game of Thrones, Clash of Kings, Storm of Sword, Swords, Sword, Storm, Swords, and Swords, and then Feast for Crows. And, so that's four. Yeah, it was a lot of years ago. Out of what then, five? Yeah, and I've read all five. Oh really? I'm only one. Wow, it seems crazy to fucking stop yeah. where I did. <laughs> Uh, five is. I'm actually really interested to read five again because mm. um, that sort of expands on a lot of stuff and introduces a lot of, introduces a lot of new characters um, that will be like integral to the end game of mm. the books. Mm-hmm. And the like the books do the Dornish stuff so much better. Oh, and gosh. there's like a whole subplot with another Targaryen in the books that Whoa. is like really super interesting to me. Uh, that there's no way will ever come to the movies because kind of like the horn, it would be the kind of thing where it's like, 
Oh, and then this guy who showed up in the last season, she yeah, got like, the wait, throne. Wait, what? Yeah. It's, uh, they're very, it seems like they're going to be very different at this point. Yeah, yeah I oh, think yeah. so, too. Which maybe they should be. They should, yeah, they should totally be. Because I, I don't want Martin uh, on the assumption that he's ever going to get these books actually out. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I don't want him to just not have any cards left to play for his own kind of fame and fortune. Like yeah. he said, he's slid them a couple aces on the Hodor thing and uh, the thing here. Or there, so is it, but, is it like the makers of the show are just taking George R. R. Martin has very vaguely been like Hodor means hold the door. And then the makers of the show are like, what the fuck does that mean? We have to build a show around like George R. R. Martin is like, okay, a dragon breaks the wall. Uh, uh, Hodor, uh, yeah. John Snow's a Targaryen. We'll figure out the rest. Right. Yeah. No, I have like, no idea how crazy. they crazy. Cause yeah, it's like after you tell them what the big twist is, how much do they come back at you with like, how the fuck did you get there? Like, yeah. what, what else yeah. do we got to like, do? Oh shit. We need five more seasons yeah. before this. All of a sudden they realize they didn't put in like the two, like, things uh, bits of information that they needed to give you for that twist to have any yeah, meaning that seems yeah. so crazy yeah i don't know how they're gonna do it um going back to uh king's landing euron uh still has yara that sounded very uh weatherman westeros uh West fm weatherman <laughs> going yeah. back to king's landing uh, winter euron has yara reporting here winter has oh. coming on a related note uh euron still has yara yara which I guess I forgot. I was like, "Oh shit, she's alive!" Whoa, mm-hmm. hey, there she is. Yeah. I forgot about Theon jumping off the boat until uh, I went back and watched that episode. Yeah, I I, I refreshed recently, so I sort of remembered that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he jumps off the boat. Yeah, Ironborn uh, are fucking idiots. Like fucking idiots. What was I like? They give shit. They're like, "You should have stayed and died." Theon, like, no, you should have jumped off the boat and then saved your sister a month later instead of not saving her ever. I like the idea of of Ironborn, but yeah, you're right. Dumbasses. Like, they're like, we do not sow. Even we all, just steal everything. Yeah, all the way back yeah. to Balon, where they're like, we have no army. We are, like, under the thumb of everyone in the Iron Kingdoms. I don't, let's fucking take Winterfell. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you guys are idiots. You guys are idiots. It's, it's kind of great, though. Idiots in a kind of great way, where yeah. it's like, yeah. we're all living on this island, and it's like, you're going to go rape the fisherwoman, and everyone else is going to fucking just storm yeah. Castle Mott. <laughs> Deepwood Mott. Yeah, pirate guy. That's my yeah. dude. Um, Euron wants to bang Cersei. Yep. I think he literally says, I want to fuck the queen yep. or something yep. before that scene ends. That very well could have been his first line. It is mo- it's his most spoken line. That's, yeah. his, that's his main motivation. Yeah. yeah. Really wants to have sex and with the queen. And he succeeds. He absolutely succeeds. Maybe. Wait, maybe. All we know is that Huron oh, and he... Cersei go down. He was pulling up his pants. And I said, was... how do I compare to the fat king? Exactly. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're <laughs> and right. then how about the kingslayer? You're right. I forgot we actually saw the result. So when he was walking with Cersei like down that hallway at the very where Cersei's like after the war and then kind of gives him like ah alright look hey, come, come with me I thought she was gonna fucking stab him yeah. I'm like we're gonna next scene in her bedroom just fucking going to stab him 80 times I'd still put no. I'd still put Cersei high on the odds list to kill Euron in the end oh yeah 100% 100% cause you'd like to say um an Ironborn does it but I just don't know if they'll ever get close enough I feel like they that might resolve itself before a big war ever happens with the Lannisters. Yeah, no, I think Cersei's probably odds to... Brando, there's an interesting uh, shot in one of these, and I don't know if you are, you noticed, and I ask you in particular because you're a cameraman yourself, mm-hmm. but there is a shot of Cersei in the throne room mm-hmm. where he she's talking down to uh, Euron, 
but she 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 walks from the throne and she she stops to address Euron. Yeah. But she stands in front in front of one of those candelabras. Yeah. And it's 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 a shot of her kind of looking down from where Euron is mm. up to her, and she's standing in front of one of those candelabras. But it's framed so that. It looks like she's on fire. Did you notice that one? Oh, I did not notice I that. I should have stopped, and I, I should ask you to stop to to, to mention that. But mm. you think she's going to burn? I don't know. It's it's just it's just one of those things that seems a little too deliberate. Yeah, I mean, when you're fighting you, dragons, there's always a good chance. Yeah. Do you guys know like the 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 scene I'm talking about? Yeah, mm. where she's like in the hallway and she like turns back around. Yeah, and. That that's like that. Ah, all right, come on. Yeah, come, yeah, come on up. Yeah, it seems it seems like just just a shot, a regular shot. But for me, for whatever reason, it just stood out because interesting. Like, yeah, there was something. It's there's something on the tip of my memory about how she's going to die that came out last year based on a, um, a prophecy. Uh, it wasn't the prophecy. It there was, is a prophecy. Yes, but it it was something far more like a camera framey kind of thing. Oh. It was that Jamie's going to strangle her, but I can't remember how That's they got the there. That's the prophecy. Is it? Yeah. Why? What? what? What's so the prophecy? In season two, when and she's in a book kid, right? two or three or whatever, yeah. they yeah they flash back to when she when she visited um, some witch in the forest in in and around King's Landing. Yep. Or sorry, uh, wherever the fuck they're from. Ow. And she talks about how she visited that witch, and the witch was like, "Hey." Um, you're gonna you're gonna father three children, mm-hmm. but the king will father numerous children, uh, alluding to the fact that uh, King Robert will just whore his way around bastards, and, bastards, and yeah. she will father like three proper children. Gold will be their crowns, exactly. Gold their veils or whatever. Yeah, and then she went on to, and I hope you're looking this up. I am. Uh, he she mentioned something. The Valencar will kill you with with their hands. And I guess the, the witch says that the yeah the Valencar uh, as translated is something like the younger brother or the brother will something something so that's that's that alludes to the fact that either Tyrion or Jaime will kill uh, Cersei. Uh, Rando, I'm, I'm almost there, but I'm not looking at yours. I'm looking at a different like the thing I'm thinking of okay. that also like substantiated that. Yeah, and so, so Matt's got to carry the show with you for a second instead that's fine, of looking at the same thing I'm looking. <laughs> so that that that's this is what um, I believe her name was Maggie the Frog uh, prophesized for Cersei. Uh, but, but like what do you remember the specific words of the prophecy? Sort of like uh, the three children will have golden crowns and golden. Um, Valencar. Right, if you're doing it, I'll just fucking. Uh, we'll have golden crowns and golden veils, yeah. uh, sort of alluding to the fact that they will be, they will all be kings or queens. And or this whatever. is mostly book stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. When your tears have drowned you, the Valencar shall wrap his hands about your pale white throat and choke the life from you. Mm. Valencar means younger sibling. Yep, could be either Jamie or Tyrion. And um, it, it's it's known mm. that uh, Cersei is the older of the twins. So it, it goes back to that. Um, where were we headed with this? Now we're headed for my thing. Oh, there it is. Um, they're standing on a map uh, in the movie and uh, in the show. Uh, and Cersei stands directly on top of a region called the Neck. And oh, Jamie yeah. stands directly on a region called the Fingers. The fingers, yeah. Oh, shit. So, yeah, like they allude to that. 
a lot. All right. Good. I'm we so worried. It. There's all these problems. We don't, yeah, we probably the prince we could probably go down a rabbit hole right now. But. <laughs> the, the prince that was promised and Azora High and sure, there's lots of prophecies in there. Prince that was promised is uh, is uh, John, right? Jamie you jokes he'll imagine. be named Golden Hand one day for his Golden Hand, but what if it was because he choked Cersei to death with the other? There you go. Huh. So there's that. I don't know if you ever heard. Have you heard this? No. Like this whole thing? No. I'm not. Yeah. So it, it 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 stems from that prophecy, and they they um. They do a whole thing at the beginning of one of the seasons where young Cersei visits this 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 witch. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's paid lo- far less attention in the show than in the books. Yeah, but like the uh, again, like the kids, three crowns. Like uh, Joffrey was a, a king, mm-hmm. and then Marcella was supposed to be wed to the Dornish prince, so she was a queen, mm-hmm. and then Tommen also was then the king. So three mm-hmm. crowns. All dead children, three veils or whatever. They're uh, veils of gold or whatever. But the so what's what's up with this new kid then? Because the prophecy was like you're only gonna have three kids, three so, children so you shall have. Th- maybe she's not pregnant. And then yes, so oh! that. <laughs> what a bitch! <laughs> so the then, ultimate power play. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. That leads to her sort of manipulating Jamie to be like, hey, and maybe I'm- that's that thing that that fucking. The dwarf, the, I'm all a tizzy. Tyrion was because you're like, what is he? What is he lurking on? What is he lingering on? Remember yeah. when we watched that last scene? Yeah, and Tyrion like hangs out for a second too long. Yeah, because he knows again. Like even in that same scene from the last season, uh, Tyrion suspects. Oh, you're you're pregnant, and that's why she's gonna betray everyone because she's not actually pregnant. Oh fuck! Oh, we. I think we figured it. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. But, okay. Sorry for the spoilers, everyone. No, fucking, whatever. Hey, we're, we're getting all, into we're this. We're all in this together. Yeah. <laughs> um, same scene. Uh, Tyrion pours himself a glass of wine, pours Cersei a glass of wine, places it on the table. Cersei doesn't touch it. Because mm-hmm. you're then, like, oh, she's pregnant. She and can't then, drink. Yeah, we know that she told Jamie that she's pregnant. And then as sort of a thing in that conversation with Tyrion, Tyrion sort of uh, starts to suspect, like, oh, you're not drinking and you're clutching your stomach. You're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Was a ruse, but is she just smart enough to fucking maybe bait Tyrion? Maybe because in this scene with um, Euron, yeah, she's drinking. Yeah, and Euron's talking Ooh. about how like I'm gonna put a baby in you. Yeah, and initially I thought I'm like, oh, that's gonna be Jamie's kid. That'll be wild. But like maybe that's the thing that sets Jamie over the edge. She's like, yo, he finds out she wasn't actually pregnant, yeah. and then he's see. Also, oh man, and maybe one of the reasons that she was looking so like kind of. Oh, when he said he was going to put a prince in her belly was because she's like you can't I'm only having three yeah it's a good point yeah. it's like also Daenerys. what do they know about fetal alcohol syndrome back in this fucking that's, that's, that's a good point that's a very good point very so bad. that's another yeah. thing yeah. <laughs> uh, can't be any worse than the first one where fucking are we psycho um, what is the prophecy with Daenerys not having any more kids is there like are we feasibly going to see her have some kind of a child at some point Maybe with John, something were, about the sun rising in the west. Yeah, I think it. Well, Which yeah, I mean, listen, the they're in, in the west. They're in Westeros. The <laughs> yeah. queen. You could you could metaphysical prophecy bullshit that one away. That part. I think I'm just based on nothing. I think Daenerys is dead before she ever has another kid. Oh, really? Yeah. There's an interesting thing from the previous season where Tyrion was like, "Hey, like you're the queen, and if you succeed and become queen, like we plan." Like, we got to think about your succession. Mm-hmm. 
And that's interesting because she then goes, hey, the witch told me that I can't have kids, so it kind of dies with me. And then Tyrion's like, well, there are other ways of choosing successors. Like the Ironborn have the the, the king's moot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Plus the 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 Night's Watch kind of just vote like fucking normal people. Yes. So it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the sun rises in the west and sets in the east, when the seas go dry and mountains blow in the wind like leaves, when your <laughs> womb quickens again, you bear a living child. Then he will return, and not before. Is what she says about Khal Drogo. So I think the implication is that all of those things are never going to happen. I maybe, but like then Cal Drogo would have to come back. Yeah, you know. <laughs> listen, we're raising the dead. Sure. Part of the. I don't think any of that happens. Yeah, it's a weirdly it's no, a weirdly it's a, phrased thing. It's a very uh, blood witch way of saying prophecy. Ass prophecy. Not yeah, gonna not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, then they go to Braun with the whores. The best scene. Yeah, sure. Those whores are too... If I were Braun, I'd be like, okay. yo, ladies, what am I getting a discount? We're yeah. talking to all these other men here. Yeah. There's only one man who matters right now. It's the one with the gold. Ching, I, ching. I'd yeah. be upset because they're talking about fucking uh, Ed Sheeran's face melting. Yep. I didn't yeah. even... I was looking at the I was looking at the naked ladies. Sure. Oliver slapped me. But, He's like, did you notice? I'm like, what? Did we have, oh, shit. Is one of these whores in a set? Have we seen the movie? What's going on? He's like, no, they're <laughs> Am I supposed to know one of these whores? They're talking about Ed. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Okay, so good. That's, that's a little bit of Ed Sheeran closure. For those uh, wondering. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kyburn comes in and he's like, buddy, uh, Queen Cersei says, like, uh, Jamie and Tyrion are pieces of shit. Here's a crossbow. We need you to kill him. The crossbow. Kill, kill the crossbow, crossbow Tyrion used to shoot Tywin. Yeah. Maybe, Here's your yeah. money up front. Yeah. I think, it, I think it is literally supposed to be that crossbow. Yeah, because he, he mentioned something, something about, about, like, like oh, I've poetic, this weapon or yeah, something. Poetic yeah. justice. Yeah. He said they like. So and he says this fucking family, which yeah. was one of my favorite lines of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so that that goes back to the whole thing with Tyrion that says, "Hey, whatever they're offering you, I'll offer double." Yep. Mm. And I just I sort of like that because I like Braun and I like his 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 relation to Tyrion and mm. Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. yeah. Because like those guys were great guys. And yeah. if if Tyrion and Jamie both turn against Cersei. Maybe Braun, maybe Braun can get on the side of righteous. You know, maybe we get the boys back together again, type of thing. Yeah. He's always had this like, like it's always been like Braun will do anything for money, mm. but he's always had this kind of like sliver of honor. Yeah, where it's always like, well, at least give Tyrion the right of first refusal there's, on this. There's, yeah, there's a heart of gold under all that. I think yeah. he's well, just yeah, not an idiot. He has enough of a relationship with those two that, like, you know what? Yeah, like. Hey, if you're gonna offer me something better, then I'll go with you. Him and Jamie aren't on super good terms right now, are they? Uh, I know Jamie has like let him on a lot, just yeah. like Tyrion. He's like, they... I'm gonna make you a lord, and then sort of, sort of didn't. Yeah, yeah, because that's what Kyburn was saying in that scene was because Bra- uh, Bronn said Ciri has given me a castle. Uh, and a lordship, and then taking it right away from me, and then he was like, "Well, that was that was Jamie, not Cersei." Hmm. So yeah, he, I can't he, remember exactly how that all played out. He but. even says like Cersei pays pays up front. Yeah, yeah. He said something effective like, "I thought I was going to be nobody, and then I I helped the queen. Look at me now. Imagine what she'll do for the man who kills her traitorous brothers." Sure. Yep. Yeah, and that's like interesting because like Bronn is just kind of a cool character to watch. Mm-hmm. And he's funny. He's charming. Yeah, he's like yeah. kind of the comic relief. Exactly. Also, he kicks a lot of ass. Yeah. Shot a dragon. Yeah, the only man you've ever met to shoot a dragon. That's brave. 
that was one of the best scenes in that previous season. Like him that, shooting the dragon. Yeah, I didn't. I felt so, I wanted nobody to win. I'm like, I hope everybody misses and has a nice time. Yeah, I'm like, I want everyone lovable hoodlums exactly. on both sides. Let's just have good <laughs> sportsmanship. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we touched on it, but it's the post post coitus scene between Euron and Cersei. Uh, Cersei is into Euron in a weird way because, like, hey, you're the Who most. Isn't she into? You're the most. Uh, what did she say? You're the most uh, you're arrogant not person. Boring. Yeah, arrogant, arrogant man that I've known, and I like it. Uh, I mentioned I, I wrote down here. Cersei's drinking while prego. Mm-hmm. Do they know about fetal alcohol syndrome? Yes. I mean, they know about inbreeding, so surely they, the Thanks. maesters of the citadel, know about drinking while pregnant. Uh, Mac from Always Sunny in Philadelphia shows up. Yep, with an arrow in the face. Wildcard. No, that's not him. That's but not yeah, he, he shows up. Had to uh, rewind that after all of his because I didn't catch it. He's just time. an extra. He's just one of the yeah. uh, Ironborn who gets shot. Yeah, that's funny. I Which like is cool. Him. Yeah. Uh, Theon rescues Yara. Mm-hmm. Headbutt for his troubles. Yep. These th- 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 it was at that point in the show. I'm like these fucking Ironborn. Yeah. Like. They're all giving Theon shit because he jumped off the boat and you just stay there and die. So that, mm-hmm. you know, save your sister in a month or save her never. But the Iron Boy, like, you should have stayed and died. You, sh- she should be yeah. getting tortured right now. This is all wrong. Like, fuck off again. Like, you guys are idiots. The, yeah, no, no wonder all idiots. you have is a little island and that's about <laughs> it. Like, been put down on yes. separate rebellions. Yes. <laughs> Stop paying the iron price. They do not so. Just so throwing kids shit. at the problem, and they're just getting <laughs> killed and fucking warded. Uh, Yara wants to go back to the Iron Islands. Um, Danny will need a place to go if she needs to retreat. Mm-hmm. And also, Euron's, Euron's not there. They can take back the Iron Islands. Euron There's controls no the Iron Islands yeah. right now. Yara's like, yo, we should take it back right now. This is our chance. Yeah. Uh, and then Theon mentions, hey, I want to fight for Winterfell, which is a cool thing. Yeah, Very hearkening back to that whole season one thing again of mm-hmm. he's getting back with the Starks. Yeah, I think that's super cool because, yeah, like Theon of most of the characters has gone through a lot of transition, like uh, change and uh, turmoil and everything that he's gone through. Like, it's interesting to see his motivations on things because mm-hmm. like uh, one of the one of the main scenes that I remember was. Um, before we even knew who Ramsey Snow was, um, Euron's, get, or sorry, Theon's getting tortured, and then somebody comes to save him, and they, and he thinks he's being rescued, mm-hmm. and then he has that, uh, conversation, do you guys remember this part, where yep. he's like, like, my real father? Yeah, my real father died in King's Landing, and I'm like, meaning Ned. Yeah. yeah. Because he goes, he, he goes and invades Winterfell to try and yeah. impress, uh, I forget his name, Balon, Balon Greyjoy, yeah. and yeah. and uh, really comes around in that torture room. <laughs> yeah, and that that's such a great scene as far as Theon goes, and then it turns out that that's just the beginning of sure. his whole... This is like a little tangential, but remember when we saw that scene and we're like, oh, thank God, the torture's finally over. Like, it was an episode of Theon getting tortured. Wow, that was hard to watch. Yeah. Ooh, he's out now. And then there's like a whole other season of him getting tortured. Yeah. <laughs> Gets his dick cut off, uh, and apparently his balls. He's which eating I that didn't know. sausage as he's like, yeah, eating that yeah. cock-shaped sausage. Like, no, 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 no. no I would need your dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he mentions that he wants to go back and fight for Winterfell, which uh, Yara gives her gives her his blessing, mm-hmm. 
and that'll be cool. Yeah. Which is also another big thing of like they seem like they are getting away from that Ironborn mentality a little bit of y- Yara even being like, yeah, you know what, go help the Starks. Go do what you want. Because previously, up until right now, she's like, well, we're your real family. What do you mean? Like, help us, fuck the Starks, mm-hmm. help help the Greyjoys. Yep. And it seems like they have maybe, after seeing their father and uncle kind of sewer the family line Good a little name, bit. Greyjoy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, next. I think I think he's in. I think he's in for a good, honorable, fucking sacrificial death. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. I'm like, for I, could, I, could, I could totally see him living if anyone lives. Yeah, we'll talk about it at the end. Our predictions of how we think he's maybe a weird guy to have go. live. Like it feels like you've. That's why him. I think yeah. he might live. You've beaten him right to the curb. You've given him nothing left to give except for his life. Yeah. Uh, to the Stark family. That'd which, be that'd be a good closure for him. And yeah. like he's gonna save Bran because he was supposed to have killed Bran. Yeah, that's true. Well, Bran is... Bran is dead. Bran is dead. Long live Bran. Uh, Varys, Davos, and Tyrion have a little conversation. The brain trust. Yep. yep. Uh, the North don't fuck, with, don't fuck with Southerners, let alone foreign queens. Uh, Davos says, hey, John and Danny should marry. And respect... And then Varys comes up with the line with, respect is, is how the young keep us at a distance to keep us from the truth. Nothing lasts, mm-hmm. which is he, he says very like, poignantly. Nothing lasts uh, over like the scene has already changed, and it's John and Danny like riding side by side or whatever, and it's like nothing lasts. Very on the nose. So like, oh, they the show at least wants to hint at like maybe this perfect relationship between mm-hmm. auntie and nephew is <laughs> not as uh, great as, not it, as, seems. as yeah. it seems. <laughs> Uh, then the dragon ride fucking scene where yep. they're riding dragons. Valerian, Such a smug bitch. Valerian seems yeah. Fucking no. John has all these questions how about how I, do I ride? I don't know how to ride a dragon. And she's like, <laughs> no one does, dumbass. Yeah. And so he climbs on, all falling all over himself. He's like, where do I hold on? She's like, I don't. You did. You don't know. I don't know. Fuck you. And they fly away. <laughs> they're like Daenerys. Tell him the spiny. Yeah. You hold on to the spiny like fin things. Yeah. You know, um, and it's like a ten-minute scene, and, and she's doing flips yeah. and like barrel rolls, and he's almost falling off. For me, all I could think of like fucking what did Bran just say? You guys, we don't have time yeah. for this. Yeah. I just picture Bran doing his three-eye vision thing at Winterfell, being like, yeah, "These just, fucking idiots! No, these these idiots! Over. Oh my god! Oh my god!" Uh, like yeah. we were saying, important scene uh, to maybe kind of give you that next kind of push in the oh yeah john's a targaryen the dragon wants to be ridden by john because he's yep. a targaryen but maybe also went on way longer than yeah. it needed to go yeah. it was it was a little weird uh then they have the little um little scene in front of the 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 waterfall mm-hmm. and that this one sort of mirrors the the john and Ygritte scene mm-hmm. where Ygritte's like hey we could probably stay here for the rest of our lives and john likes to fuck in the snow yeah yeah uh, john gets it in mm-hmm only in the north, though. The dragons watch. The dragons literally watch. Yeah, like yeah. It is, yeah. It's special attention is drawn to the fact that the dragon John may maintain eye contact with these dragons. The he does. Time. He totally does. There, yeah. there's like I think they're just kissing or whatever. But he's yeah. looking over Danny's shoulder, and it cuts to just the dragon is like looking. They're making eye yeah. contact. Him and, and Drogon yeah. have a minute, and, and then the dragon winks. I know. <laughs> may as well. He doesn't. Well. He doesn't like. He doesn't like flare. I was expecting him to like flare his nostril, like a very yeah. protective, be like mm, yeah. she, she's mine type of thing. It's but more no, of like he's a, just like you're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes back to the intelligence of the dragons. Like, do the dragons know? 
Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Is this turn on a dragon? Yeah. <laughs> Back to the old ways. Yeah. Gendry making dragon glass weaponry. Yep. Liquid dragon glass. Yeah. Like they, liquid obsidian. They, I don't They melt it down and then they pour they're pouring it. I don't think you like can do blue. that in real life. I don't this is not a real life material. No, but like <laughs> obsidian is. It's it not is. like no, lava like, or yeah, something. Yeah. Right? But I, I don't. I don't. Again, I don't know a ton about forging. I don't think you can melt obsidian down. Like I don't think we as humans can do it now. Let alone right. in Game of Thrones times. That might be totally wrong. Um, but seeing that liquid obsidian makes me one hundred percent think Gendry is the one who relearns how to make Valyrian steel. It is liquid obsidian and liquid steel yeah. makes Valyrian steel. Sure, hundred percent. That Beautiful. has to be where this is going. I mean, he's... I mean, it's going to be that. It's going to be that. TV show thing where everyone in the cast becomes the best. It's true. They're, they're it's like, true. Like the Meister is going to be fucking Samwise yeah. and or Samwell, and the uh, fucking like you said, Gendry's going to be the Smith. And yeah. we, it, they got one of everybody to start the new world. It totally like maybe it was just me, but when they brought in, there's a part earlier in the episode where they bring in a cart just full of chipped obsidian, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, how are you going to make a sword out of that? That's not going to work. Yeah, and then they cut like. Little little yeah. like, rocks. They're just like hand like fist sized chunks. And yeah. then they cut to that scene where he's melting it down and like forging an entire axe out of it. I'm like, okay. You, I'll just shut my big you saw me coming. It is a testament to me and my like lack of interest in this genre outside this series mm. that I was just like when they brought in the cubes, I was like, I just melt that shit down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Turn that into anything you want if you melt it down. Yeah, he makes he makes an axe for the hound. Mm-hmm. And then Arya gives him some schematics. It's like, yo, can you make this? Which I couldn't even tell in the schematics what that was. It's if it was a dagger or uh, it's some modification before, to before her. that even happens. It's it's a it's a scene with Arya and the Hound, and again mm-hmm. they haven't seen each other since um, Brienne she, left the Hound for dead, or Arya. Arya left the Hound for dead. She his leg is After broken get, out yeah. through the the bone is coming through the leg, and he's like, "Kill me!" Yeah, and she just takes his his coin purse and walks away, even as he's yelling, "Kill me!" Which again is a good scene because they they shared like a while where they were kind of traveling together, and it seemed like they were. It didn't seem like they were getting along, but it seemed like they were kind of like yeah, the buddy was, cop. There thing was going. a yeah. yeah, there was a relationship yeah. for him. I think that's the scene where she just laughs. If I remember, she like walks up to him, sees that he's still alive, and just laughs for like twenty minutes or whatever. Do you know which part I'm thinking of? I don't think that was then. No, no. It was There's, something to do with the hound. I remember it was at the hound's expense. I think it was. It was a very somber. The the presumed death of the hound scene. Yeah, for me was you're very right. Somber, you're totally, like, I think I'm mixing it up. There's a, the the scene you're talking about, Matt, is when the hound is supposed to be taking Arya to the Vale to 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 to, to go to her aunt, and they find out that Lysa Aaron is dead. Yeah, and, and she, she just, just lolls <laughs> lolls yeah. at the gate. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and then a uh, scene with Arya and Gendry, and uh, you guys mentioned there's like weird sexual tension. Hey, you look them. you look really good. You also look good. Oh shit, you look good too. Yeah, you don't yeah, you like... don't know any other rich girls. Yeah, <laughs> and then fucking turns around while she's walking away, like cotton smiles, if, yeah. and a little grin. Yeah. And it's just weird because Arya was just that little girl. Still is. Tomboy. Yeah. And still in her mind, is. like, still is. And yep. she's just, like, the tough girl who can get things done. And it's weird to, like, knows how to shape change now, yeah. also. Mm-hmm. And you guys mentioned that she she gives him plans for this weapon, which is, yeah, the kind it's of weird. To it's something to do with the Valyrian steel dagger that right. was used to try to kill Bran in the beginning. And it has, like, a. It looks like a chunk of dragon glass on the end or something. Mm-hmm. It's something to do with that dagger. For me, it it seemed like this weird, like, um, 
uh, what's the Star Wars thing with Darth Maul? Like, he has two ends oh, yeah. of a thing and that can attach. That'd be cool. That's sort of what I that thought when I saw Maybe it. Valyrian steel on one end and, well, Dragon no. glass or something on the other. What do you need dragon glass for if the dagger's Valyrian steel? I don't know. You probably if you, if she maybe she just wants a double edge weapon. Maybe she just wants yeah, yeah. Maybe wants some on the other end. She knows she's got it. Like steel's no good against the undead. So mm-hmm. dragon glass or, or Valyrian steel. Because her needles just needles just steel just steel steel as steel. Yeah. There's a part where John is she shows needle to oh, John yeah. is like, did you use it? And I wrote the show like once or twice. Yeah. Once or twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Then that goes to John and Sansa. Mm. And I wrote here, the North is super stuck on the King of the North. Yeah, they like, are. They're like really holding that against him. Lady Mormon brings it back up now and is like, you left a king and came back, whatever. Whatever you are. We didn't vote for this queen type of thing. John says, we need Danny and her army. Sansa says, did you bend the knee to save the North or because you love her? And there's a, a little big call, a little pause. There's a big pause that leaves you, the audience, to be like, Maybe, maybe both. Yeah. Maybe, maybe both. Yeah. And again, it, it just leans on the fact that Sansa is a lot smarter. Yeah, logical. Than, oh yeah, she yeah. is. She is like Arya says, the smartest person I've ever met. Yeah. She it's like when Baelish, quote unquote, died. She became the master schemer. Mm-hmm. She was very much the Sith apprentice who killed the master. How oh, Baelish is still alive. I really like Sansa's character. Yeah, she's and like, what I was hoping most from last season was like. I really hope that Sansa undermines Jon mm-hmm. in the in the interest of becoming the Stark in the North. She very much is a like yeah. Cersei esque character, yeah. but yeah. opposed to Cersei, which right. is really fascinating. Yeah. Which would make sense because of all the time she spent with Cersei. Yeah. It was funny because I told you I went back and watched the first episode of season one. I actually, ended up watching the first two episodes of season one. But she is, and this is a testament to how well her character developed. Insufferable in that first season. Oh yeah, Sansa. Oh, yeah. like just, just a unbearable. Bunion. Yeah, I want to marry Joffrey. Yeah, and just a prick to her, yeah. like Septons and like everybody. Yeah, yeah, because <clears throat> all she wants is is the 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 king and queen kind of thing. Yeah, and marry a prince and like right. all the stories that yep. she's heard. Yeah, and... great. Her and character now... development is really great yep. too. Uh, then is the scene with Danny and Jorah and Sam, which is. Fucking incredible scene of the episode contender. Yeah, I I really like it. Yeah, so Danny comes down and thanks Sam for being like, "Hey, you're the one that saved Jorah from this terminal disease." Mm -hmm. And thank you so much. (laughs) That was a fucking scene. (laughs) And she's like, "Thank you so much. Like, uh, he's one of my most trusted advisors. Uh, I really appreciate it." Um, when I'm queen, there'll be, what did she say? She, there, there'll be proper. You'd be rewarded. Or yeah. She's like, isn't she like, maybe we'll have to reorganize the Citadel or something? She says something about changing the way the, the Citadel. Citadel. Yeah. 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 And then Sam comes back with like, well, you know, I stole a few books from the Citadel. Yeah. He asks for a pardon. And yeah. And <laughs> I, like, I, oh, that's cute. <laughs> I, I stole a sword from my family. So just maybe a little bit of pardon. And it very much leads into like. This was supposed to be Sam, or uh, Randall Tarley's sword, and she's like, "Oh, Randall Tarley, huh?" There's a very much like a well <laughs> yeah, moment yeah. of like oh. her eyebrows kind of go up, yeah. like Ra- the Randall Tarley. Oh, just Is there how many Randall Tarleys are there? Ran- Ran- Randall Tarley, well. and she lets him know that she had to cut off Randall. Or no, they burned. No, they I believe him. they burned. Yeah, they burned Randall, and uh, she tried to talk her brother out of it. I remember. I yep. remember, uh, or no, someone tried Tyrion. to, Tyrion tried to talk yeah. him out of it, being mm-hmm. like, 
don't burn for no reason. Go home to your house. Yeah. Uh, and Daenerys was very much like, well, he doesn't want to bend, he burns. Mm-hmm. And here she is. The Targaryen slogan. Yeah, I wonder. Burn. <laughs> I very much wonder if this was a if this scene with her and Sam now was meant to later. It will come back to her of like she sees herself becoming her father, becoming the Mad King, and maybe because even it was very much even Tyrion and everyone around her was like, you know, the Mad King used to do this a lot, right? And she's like, oh, I'm not him. Burn them all, type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, maybe it serves her later where she's gonna think back and be like, I kind of was becoming the Mad King a little bit, maybe. Interesting you mentioned that. Because I like this scene to be... Because um, she could have easily said, hey, I gave him a choice, mm-hmm. and they refused. Mm-hmm. So justice says I do this. But she didn't She didn't even defend her actions. Nope. She just truly believes like what she did was the right thing. So I like the idea of uh, Daenerys kind of being that conflict in the season like she's becoming that bad ruler that she's always that she's maintained that she had she's not going to become but because like she has that in her blood and because now that we know that john is kind of like hey he's gonna be he is actually the true ruler Mm -hmm. and then there's gonna be that conflict between those two yeah and uh daenerys is gonna be like Mm, fire and ice yeah I'm. I've always been destined to be this, and I have the power. That would be great. I sort of like that idea. Where I don't think they'll do it. Everyone would hate it except us. I feel like I sort of like that. I'm like no, Danny's like, the good guy. Danny has to win. No, you don't have to see. do the thing with your hands. Well, <laughs> that's how I has. I have to get into the character. Yeah. But like, doesn't that sort of very much feel like where the show's been going for seven seasons? Was like, oh, this is actually Danny's story. Danny's gonna save the world. She's gonna win. Everything's gonna be cool. Well, She'll I figure herself thought, out. I always thought it was, and I think we just talked about this on the last podcast. But because of the title of this the is book, the first Westeros FM. This is the first way. Westeros That's FM. Right. Yeah, uh, it just always seemed to me. And granted, I didn't get into the show until like book three was out. Mm-hmm. Book four, no, season three was out. That's what I was. It was season three was out. I think lots of books were out by that point. Um, but with the song and ice and Fu- of ice and fire, I was always like, okay, this show is the story of Danny and John, mm-hmm. whether it is because they fuck or it is because they fight. Yes, it's true. it is the, the snow or the, the Starks and the Targaryen story. Is it, but is it like ice, a song of ice and fire in the sense that like, you know, we get these two opposites to work together, ice and fire come together sure. to make this new thing. Or is it ice and fire of like, these two can never exist together. Right. Ice and fire can't be in the same place. Mm. That'd be really fascinating. Yeah. I would be the so more, shocked, though. I'd be the, like the more interesting ending is having them fight. Totally. Yeah. John yeah. gets a dragon. It'd be like out of nowhere, though. I feel like I like the that's, biggest swerve. That's what again, like what I've just dreaded with this whole series is that it's just going to wrap up and good triumphs over evil because I fucking hate that idea. That's where and I really it like feels like it might be going. Yeah, but I really like. And I don't know how 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 much they're going to lean into it, but I really like that there's going to be a conflict, whether it yeah. be Sansa versus John, and seeing who 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 rules at Winterfell, or even John and Danny. That conflict between that uh, between them. If the final, I would I would love for the final conflict in this not to be about the living versus the dead. Would it, to to be about people in this world either well, and it would agreeing be, to get along or not or however it shapes up yeah um it would be we were kind of talking about the cyclical nature of how some of this stuff can go mm-hmm. and it would be neat if like 
will it mirror how this whole thing started where it's Stark against Targaryen and almost a rebellion type thing because Danny is the presumed queen yeah. as all this goes. And then if eventually Tarly kind of convinces and everything around John kind of convinces him that, Hey, you're the king. You're seeing all this kind of bad shit she's doing. Maybe it's time for you to rise up and be the king. Yeah. That'd be cool. I, re- cool. I really like that idea because even it even feeds into that whole like Bran is all things. Is, is he actually like because of his weird timey wimey nature? Is he the Night King? And mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. like talked about that. Is yeah. it all? Is it all going to reset again? Like, is the cycle? Does this show end with like we kind of you know the cycle repeats? Yep. They build they a new wall, wall, and some people were outside of it. Yeah, like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the people who got stuck to the north are the new wildlings, and there's you know Winterfell is the new fist of the first men that someone finds in two thousand years. And it's like oh they fought the. Did they make a new type of? whatever the new big bad is going to be, a new type of White Walker to fight the White Walkers that ends up, like, it, it could totally go that way as well. Mm-hmm. So after the Danny and Jorah and Sam conversation, Sam's like, uh, he realizes what the fuck uh, Danny did and just kind of panics and just bugs out of that conversation. Yep. Some mighty fine acting. Yeah, he's great. Great acting from that guy. Um, runs into Bran in the courtyard who's just been sitting there in his wheelchair. I don't oh, know if nice. anybody's wheeling him around. Oh, no, in think, the exact same so spot. Left him. I think it is implied that he is not moving. He is waiting for this, waiting for a friend. Yes, yeah, he's even what he says. Yeah. That's what he says. Like, I'm waiting for a friend. Yeah, Which, at the friend. time, I'm like, oh, he's waiting for Sam. Every time he says it, I'm like, oh, he's waiting for this person he's talking to. But then yeah. the next person, he's like, I'm waiting for a friend. I'm like, oh, he's waiting for Sam. But yeah. the next person, he's like, I'm waiting for a friend. I'm like, okay. Hang on. And then they they talk about, hey, Sam, you should probably tell John about this thing. And John's like, like, hey. It's time. Time to tell. That's your brother. You should tell him. And then. I'm not his brother. Something. Yeah. I'm not his brother. He's. You're the person he trusts the most. Mm -hmm. And then they meet in the crypt. Him and Sam. And then tells him. There's a scene of. So the the scene opens. Yeah. The scene opens with uh, Ned's statue. The scene opens with John kind of standing beside statue Ned. Very much mirroring them there in the first season. The whole, the next time I meet you, the next time we meet, I'll tell you the truth about your mother. Yeah, just before he he, he heads out with Robert, yeah. he says to Snow. Actually, it was just before Snow heads out to the wall, I think. Yeah. yeah uh, and he that. was like, next time I see, he asked him, he's like, is my mother still alive? And he's like, next time I see you, we'll talk about your mother, I promise. Yeah. yeah. And then as much as one can see your dead father again. This yeah. is the first time they've interacted since then. And it, it should be said that John has gone to, down to the crypts before. Right. There was that scene where he chokes out Peter Baelish, and it's just kind of a throwaway scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. But, I mean, yes. like I think they at least very much wanted to make it clear that this reveal is going to happen exactly. in front of his exactly. Eddard. So um, Sam goes down there. John's down there. The prophecy becomes true. Yeah, he fi- he. He finally uh, tells him the truth. He tells him how Rhaegar didn't actually kidnap uh, Lyanna and actually had his uh, previous marriage. You were never a bastard, is the line. You were never a bastard. Mm -hmm. And tells him his true name, which is Aegon. Mm -hmm. Uh, And just everything's everything's just laid out on the table, and John just uh, comes to realize, like, John is a true heir to the Iron Throne. He is a prince. Yep. Right. Which is a huge thing. This is what everything's been leading up to. This is this is incredibly this has been theorized and prophesized from the very beginning. And mm-hmm. I don't know how it has been. I remember years and years ago, Matt, 
Me, Blue flower on the wall. It must no, be John Snow. Me and another guy were talking about it, and then you're like, "This is bullshit. I don't want to hear this because this is bullshit." Mm-hmm. And then you got upset. Yeah, because I'm I'm like, this makes too much sense. This might be true. Yeah. I don't want to hear that John's a Targaryen in yeah. season three. Yeah, it's, it's just fan theories. It's not real. And that's what, all it was. It was fan theory, and which but, is and a lot of it fan was, theories. It was are a lot. Wrong, it was so. a lot more. Like it was. It was, it fit. It was a perfect fan fan yeah. theory. There was there was more. It wasn't just a random theory. Like the fingers on the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Flawless theory. And it's just kind of impressive how, like, fans can, like, get together and, like, suss out this information. You can't put that much information out there. Like, you put three books of information or however much information was out there yeah. and give them that much time. People are always going to figure it's it true. out. It's true. Yeah. It's, with something that's this popular, if you, like... Put enough eyeballs at Exactly. It. If you seed that reveal at all, of course it's going to get discovered. Of course it is. People mm. are, like, dissecting this book in, in so many, so many, so many different ways. The only way you can hope to keep, like, twists that big, and, and to his credit, twists that, like, he wanted to earn his twist, so he gave enough stuff leading up to the twist that when it happened you're like oh my god that makes perfect sense yeah but the only way to make that work without people figuring it out is to get it out quick yeah to get the clues out there and then drop the thing and there was just way too much time in between yeah books it was or, way too popular yeah. like of course of course everybody figured out everything that's gonna happen like maybe the 20 people who read the books before the show came out maybe wouldn't have figured it out but once the show got big and that's the thing, though. Like, they have mad. been theorizing this from You can't say one. that, Brandon. Hey, hey, you can't say that. Hey, you know these every, books have been no. up since, like, the early 90s? Yeah, everyone, that blew my mind. Everyone can just say, hey, I was one of the 20. Like, everyone who read the one books. One of the 20. Everyone who read the books. <laughs> no, it's the, it's the opposite of what you're saying. Because everyone who read the books is like, I read the books before the show was big. I was one of the people who was fucking into the books. Yeah. Like, no one is like, oh, yeah, everyone loved the books. Everyone loved the books before. People will compliment me. They'll be like, I'm glad you knew only 20 of us only read the 20. book. <laughs> Actually, Game of Thrones has been huge since the early night. I can see the emails already. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a mark. I had no idea 50, about this thing until fine, the show. 50 people. Like, oh, this show looks great. Maybe I'll pick up these books about this show. <gasps> the books have been out for years before the show. <sighs> Was my trajectory. Was it 98? I don't know. Early 90s. Like Long, yeah, like I, I feel like 90s. Maybe? That's, I think 93 or 94. Because I remember seeing, like, the date of the first book and being like, huh, I was, like, one or two years old when this came out. That's crazy. So, yeah, it's been theorized since the very beginning, and they gave hints about it in uh, season five and season six. Even or like, season six and se- season seven. Even, like, season one. Like, the the, the, the blue flower on the wall prophecy yeah. Is, yeah. is very much... But it's 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 now finally coming to, like, fruition. Like, John has found out. Yeah. Like, and the implications of him being... Uh, a true heir to the throne, like being the like um, he's he's the heir. If you he's the heir. anyone who honors Daenerys's claim now has to put John above exactly. her by that same legality. If if Daenerys is your rightful queen, now John has to be your rightful king, not Daenerys. Daenerys is next in line, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that leads to an interesting conflict where, again, I think um. Daenerys being like indignant about it and being like, whoa, like I'm the true Targaryen here. And especially if Jon mirrors Ned's like super duper honorable, like, no, I have to be the king. I can't, I can't just lie about this. I'm the king now, not you. Has to come to conflict. But that's the thing with Jon is like, he doesn't really care about titles and stuff, right? Like, he seems like he's getting away from it, but he previously was like, it went back to him, like, being Lord Commander and Stannis being like, you're your father's son, you fucking idiot. You're going to die because of it. 
Uh, if he is still like Mr. Honorable to the death, there could be. And I, I mean, I think they've gotten away from it enough where either way it goes, John can either be like, I'm the rightful king because I'm super honorable and that's what my father would have done. Or like, I've learned not to be Ned. You can be the queen and we'll just figure this out type of thing. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see if um, Daenerys continues down the road of being like a, like a harsh leader, mm-hmm. a harsh, like uh, essentially becoming that mean Targaryen, uh, ready the to burn queen. things. And then Jon has to be like, I'm, I'm actually the, the real like heir to the throne and I have to, I have to shut you down because you're becoming out of, out of control. I wonder. I really wonder. Fuck, I love that. That's maybe, the type of maybe, shit. Maybe A Song of Fire and Ice refers to the two ways they'll execute people. Burn them via dragon fire or send them to the wall. That's the type of shit I'm interested in. And I'm glad it's... it. I'm At least they're, so, they're sowing the seeds yeah. for that sort of conflict. We only have like six hours know, of show left. But that's so the they thing. Gotta, they gotta get them out there fucking <laughs> fast. No, no, no. Speaking of, uh, then it switches over to, um, oh, I forgot what this place is called. Describe it. Last Hearth. Mm. As a castle on the wall, right? uh, It's a little bit south of the wall. I think that's where the Umbers. uh, Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where that kid, like uh, at the very beginning where it sounds like, hey, kid, bring all your shit over. Mm -hmm. And then a really good scene with Tormund and Beric and Ed, Dolores Head, Dolores Head. where they're sort of sneaking around. He's got blue eyes! Yeah, that was fucking good. Um, and then they see the kid just kind of crucified on the wall mm-hmm. or whatever um, in, in in a specific pattern. Spiral pattern, which yep. is the same one they find in season one. At, so they find two in, in season one, episode one. Yep. They they do find... They, apparently there's a bunch of symbology associated with the White Walkers. But they do find the corpses laid out just like that with the arms and legs in a spiral mm-hmm. leading back to a child. Again, I think it was a girl in the first one. Yeah. But uh, same exact symbol. And that that symbol even shows up in that uh, dragon glass cave. Mm -hmm. And in the flashback where the first children make the first white walker, they are arranged around the the weirwood in that exact spiral configuration. So it's it's definitely a white walker kind of previous thing. I fucking totally forgot about the connection with the kids of the forest, too. And the white walkers. yeah. Yeah. Um, that's how this kid is pinned up against the wall and they see him and it's fucking on. And it's through the heart. It is very much like they, when they made that original white Walker, they put the dragon glass into his heart and this kid is impaled through his heart into the wall. Awesome scene where they see him and then they're just chatting and then it's a shot of Tormund talking Mm -hmm. and then the blue eyes. Yeah. And he's out of focus. Yeah. You, you could miss it if you weren't paying attention. Yeah. Until he screams. Then Then you probably see it. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he was very much like, he was put there with the intent of, like, the, he doesn't get down and attack them. It's not a trap. The, what, the Night King wanted them to find this scene exactly like they did yeah. and have this kid scream. And mm-hmm. it's very, I don't know what it's, it feels Psychological like. Psychological fucking. It's done with intent in a way that it must, like, it feels like there's going to be a payoff in the later scenes. Especially because we've been seeing these symbols over and over and over again. Like, they're clearly building to something. Um... Beric stabs him with the flaming sword and yep. kills him. Burns. Uh, but, I mean, it shows that the White Walkers have made it at least to Last Hearth and are on their way over, and these guys are in trouble. We're all in trouble, you guys. Yep. The, and the army grows with every settlement they take. Mm-hmm. Yep. Flaming sword, also a good weapon against White Walkers. Yep. The last scene of the show is a hooded figure 
riding into Winterfell, and um, as soon as he gets off his horse, it, it is shown to be Jamie Lannister. <gasps> And uh, pers- the living. looking old, looking personally, just haggard. This scene, because Jamie is one of is absolutely my favorite character. I'm like, fucking yes, Jamie mm-hmm. has made it. Like uh, in the previous season, he shows like how um, he has a conversation with uh, Cersei, and Cersei's like, no, that was all a ruse. We're not sending our armies up. And then Jamie's like, uh, I, I said to them like my, uh, I, I we pledged our armies to that cause. And you're just going back on it. And it's Jamie being fucking Honorable Jamie. But nobody believes in Honorable Jamie. Yeah. And he isn't he he's like, I'm, fuck you, I'm going. Yeah. Like and then the Queen is gonna have the mountain kill him. Yeah. He's like, I don't believe you, or whatever he says. And so Jamie gets off his horse, uh uh lets down his hood, and he's looking around and he sees Bran. The old friend and that Bran has been waiting for. For me, I'm like, oh shit, you pushed him down. Fucking yeah. shit. Jamie does know Bran is alive. Jamie knows that Bran yeah. survived, but this is the first time yeah. that they have reconvened. It's this like, what the fuck? I can't. And I have, what, like, what is he waiting for? I, I wonder. I hope that next scene I, opens with them having a long conversation. Because, like, Bran doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Like, Bran doesn't care that he was pushed out of a window because he's not it's Bran. Not, he's not Bran. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. So it's going to be very interesting to hear, like, what were you waiting for, Jamie, for? What is his role in the in this plan that you were going to sit out in the cold for days on end in your wheelchair? Do you think Bran might reveal that Cersei's not actually pregnant? Do you think Bran might be the one who, who, Could be. who pits, at least starts that rift between Jamie and Cersei? That'd be good. To me, like, in my head, that very much culminates in... Um, it, it builds or whatever over the season, and then J- because Cersei is going to betray them and theoretically end the world because they have to work together against this threat. Yeah, it is going to be Jamie being like, "Well, like I love Cersei, I'm conflicted, I don't want the world to end. I guess I'm I'm going to do what I have to do." Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what like order the car- cards falling because even if you say that there is going to be a split between Danny and John, mm-hmm. what is the order that people fall between the White Walkers? The Jon Snow people, the Danny people, and the King's Landing people. That's probably picking up. That's one hundred. Yeah, when you when you when you flush with the door open, it's, uh, it's definitely picking up. You get a good little. Whoosh. Yeah, what are Oliver is? They didn't have uh, toilets back in. Remember, uh, Sam had to clean up the poop. And, That's right. Yep. Um, it's a good some good toilet foley we got. Just peeing with the door open. Oh, no. We could tell. Um, <laughs> I still wanted to listen to the conversation. That's why yeah. I left the door open. Yeah, we're. Uh, uh, hypothesizing on what Bran has to say to Jamie because yeah. he obviously doesn't care about the window thing anymore so what what is Jamie's role that he has that, to wait um, for an old friend I bet that Ar- <clears throat> excuse me I bet Arya or Sansa might care about that whole thing still sure like I wouldn't be surprised I don't know if they it might in- care so much that Bran would never tell them though like he might see that it is in no one's best interest I think they know for- I think they know at this point because that was all part of the Baelish reveal was like you gave this dagger to an assassin to try and kill our brother Bran. Oh, maybe they don't know. Yeah, the, they might they, not know about the Jamie window push. Specifically. Yeah. So I would think they do. I bet Bran has maybe. They've been together a long time. Like Bran hasn't been with any of them since he became the Raven. Because they got ushered right? off, then he left Winterfell yeah, you, before they right, ever came right. back. Uh, Brando, so did you watch like uh, the scenes from the next episode? No. Okay. Without spoiling too much... 
Uh, there's a scene where we just shouldn't watch those. I talk about no, them. They're... no, they like trailers. Like I, yeah, I, I un- love it. I unintentionally right. didn't love them, but <laughs> all right. There's a scene where Danny confronts Jamie, and she talks about, "Hey, you're the guy that killed my dad." And then I was like stunned. I'm like, "Fuck, I forgot about that. This is gonna be so awesome." So I actually, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so it's it it, it it sort of calls back to all of. Jamie's actions being called to the forefront and he yeah. has to answer for them. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole King Slaying thing, mm-hmm. the the Bran um, uh, pushing Bran out the window. And again, like I don't think Bran's going to be g- going to hold that against him because that sort of sets everything in motion to where Bran is now and Bran's kind of in a better place. Um, but it's, it's definitely going to be like, uh, Jamie, you got to answer for some of the shit. And it, it, it calls into question again um, if Danny is going to hold that against Jamie, um, will she answer for uh, burning Sam's parent or dad and brother? Mm-hmm. Like it's they're setting it up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be make, really interesting, no matter what. Um, I'm worried about by the end with Bran knowing everything he knows. Uh, like I'm more worried about Bran's role and how all this all plays out than anyone else. Where mm-hmm. it's like, well, you like Bran should already know how this ends, right? I don't maybe because like we the, we brought the thing up of like he can see anything, but only once he sort of knows where to look. Right. So maybe but you he... think he could like follow the rope forward I think from here. This is a question I asked the, the people I was watching with, and as far as the people I was watching with, um. They're, they don't really dive into it as you know as much as we do. Mm. But like I asked them, what does Bran really know? Like he knows he can see into the past and he can see into the present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does he know the future? And then I asked the question to you guys: like, um, does Bran know everything, or does he just can he just look into stuff? Like can right. he just fact check? It's yeah. He's he he talks about it vaguely enough that. He's never, they've never shown him looking at, we, the audience, don't know if he can see the future. Right. But he sort of talks about it vaguely enough, like, I, I can see things that are, does he ever say he can see things that are going to happen? I don't know. That's a good question, actually. Mm. It's, um, yeah, I don't really know. And, and, and like, are they going to build him into, uh, like, the time travel thing with, like, Hodor of, like, we've already gone through the motions, the things have already happened, the, right. the time change stuff, and now we're just gonna see kind of how they impact it, like... Right, like, is, what, what is about to happen that has already affected the past? Yes, or or even <clears throat> even a case of, like, is Bran going to do something seemingly not... Is, is there gonna be a heel turn from Bran late mm-hmm. in the season that you're like, wait, what the fuck? And then it is later revealed, like, oh, he had to do that to have the good ending that we needed right. eventually. It's really not clear how far into or even what he can see because there was very much a scene in seven where was it the it, it was when he learned that john was a targaryen yeah. was he didn't know he that until sam, sam to yeah, point him in the right direction exactly for someone who knows everything he didn't know that until sam was like i found a diary that says this and then right. he could boosh go yeah, and look at the scene where to look yeah so they sort of it, it, they put limits on his power in a way that mm-hmm. like they could make it so that he doesn't actually know everything. Maybe, maybe he is just trying his best to and make it the way he wants to. And he's also new at this. Totally. So yeah. maybe there's, uh, you could also, like, the same same conversation. Like, he can fact check yeah, that stuff. Exactly. Mm. And yeah. and we also don't know what his motivations are. Like, he's yeah. not Bran anymore. He said he's not Bran, and he has at times done things that seem very cold. And people have been like, 
you're our brother. Like, how could you do this? And he's like, well, I'm not actually your brother. Right. Like, so we don't really even know what the three eyed Ravens motivation. Maybe, maybe the world has to end to begin a new type of type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Cause we never even got anything from the old three eyed Raven. Yeah, exactly. He's we just don't, stuck we don't in know. a tree and died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting for them to sort of delve into. Cause yeah, they don't have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> as far as we know, like, yeah, Bran is kind of working for our heroes. Mm-hmm. And again, they should be like, hey, Bran, can you fact check this? Like, somebody told me this, but could you maybe look into it? I do feel like there is, it's definitely, there's, it is ripe for a moment where Bran really hits home the I don't give a fuck about the Starks anymore. Like, I have no reason to care about yeah. the Starks. I'm going to do this, which is going to very much fuck you over because I have a bigger game. At yeah, play. Yeah. And that's interesting. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of things still moving. Yeah. A lot totally. of parts. I'm seeing if we have a title for the next episode. I don't think we do yet. Mm. Not yet. Mm. Any uh, closing thoughts here on season eight, episode one? I Winter love, Fell? I just, I just love that there's new Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's good mm-hmm. to be back. Yeah. yeah. Real good to be back. It's yeah. also good to know that we're gonna get some closure. Well, maybe. I still think the greatest twist of all would be fooling everyone into this is the end and like ah there's another season i don't want that at all like, i just think they need more time i don't think i don't think, I don't think, that, I don't think that's even a swerve that's like yeah dumb yeah <laughs> haven't they said they're doing a like standalone yeah they're uh, they gonna, have several don't movie they type they're things spin off in the past and, yeah. and i thought they said they had several spin-offs planned for this universe yeah not sense. necessarily it's all very... coming out at the same time, but I remember them saying they wanted to do Robert's Rebellion. They wanted to do the, something in the Targaryen era. Yeah. They wanted a lot, to do... a lot, a lot of stories to tell. What I was hoping when when all that news was hitting was that I'd hope that they'd do like a standalone like season mm-hmm. just to kind of buy buy us some time for what's his name to finish the story. Yeah, and George. like maybe like yeah, delve into Ro- Robert's Rebellion and show that off a little bit, mm-hmm. and then just have like a interim season before that but no they trekked on with all this stuff and yeah it's 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 gonna come to an end and for better or for worse fascinating fascinating to know that soon we'll we'll know how it ends i wish you'd do those books me too i wonder if they'll ever i I was encouraged that they put out that big targaryen one like that huge meaty one because i was like he's just not writing anymore He's fucking done. Yeah. He's, he loves this HBO thing, how this is going. He's going and doing the tours associated with that. He's got all these other shows coming out. But then as soon as he released that one, I was like, fuck, that looks like it would have taken you a lot of time. <laughs> Maybe now you're going to Did you, something else. You said you were uh, diving into yeah, that Yeah, I'm like one, a hey? third through it. Yeah. yeah. It's good. It's, it's the kind of thing that when you get like in this mindset that we're in right now, where mm-hmm. you're like, I'm up on Game of Thrones, everything... I want to know everything Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. then it is super, super fascinating. But if you're just reading it on like a nice summer's day where the Game of Thrones is the farthest thing from your mind, it's like, this is fucking dry. He's not even trying to make this like, uh, like there's no <laughs> characters here. It's like a, it's like a history book you'd check yeah. out at the school library if yeah. you were in Westeros. Like, hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to next week. <sighs> For sure. It only yeah. gets longer from here. Uh, law, I was thinking, cause my schedule, I never do anything on Monday hmm. unless one of these falls on a long weekend Monday. Just that's next, next week. That, but that, that we is not a stat for me. I think we'll be okay then. Yeah. It's so only six. I, as long as it's not a stat, cause I would work stats. Uh, in which case we might have to do it on a Sunday night. Yeah, you guys we'll figure available. it out. Yeah. Uh, for the foreseeable future, we'll be here every Monday, I guess, for the next six weeks with uh, our regular podcast and also Westeros FM. 
We'll worry about that. Don't worry, brother. We'll worry about that after. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you like the show and enjoy what we're doing, please consider. Are we going to talk about predictions? Sure. I don't have no predictions. Great. Me Thanks either. for bringing it up. <laughs> but like, Fucking awesome. Thanks, no, but bud. Like, <laughs> the thing that I'm sort of the banking on is the, the John and Daenerys uh, conflict. And I think I, that's crazy. I, I really like that idea. I love that idea because I always want them to do what I don't think they're going to do, yeah. but I can't act. I, I that seems crazy. John and Daenerys fighting seems crazy. I just I, I think it's crazy because of just the time limit and everything I'm thinking and everything that I want to happen is just hampered by the time limit. The two main ways I think that this season will end is the kind of the cyclical thing that like we talked about, where it'll be everything is just repeating and we sort of make ourselves into the new first men and build a new wall and people get stuck to the north and there the White Walkers will reawaken in ten thousand years, uh, or they just go scorched earth and. And maybe the White Walkers win. Maybe evil wins. Undead wins. We didn't... The living didn't get our shit together in time. What do we got? We got the White Walkers coming. They're they're well past the wall. They're headed... They're yep. bearing down on Winterfell. Yep. That army's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We've got, like, uh, them amassing their armies in Winterfell. And we've got Cersei uh, at King's Landing with the... Uh, with Euron's fleet and with um, the Golden Company. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they don't end the entire world, but maybe Westeros becomes this completely overrun, no man's land, full of undead. They can't get across the sea to, to Essos, so... And then they even they even sowed the seed of the Iron Islands being, like, this fallback. Allegedly. Allegedly. Euron's like, well, the undead can't get to the Iron Islands. Like, oh, I'm... The Night King can even, like even freeze Yara. the water. Yara yeah, says, "Picture it like a picture it like a really harsh winter, though. The ocean still doesn't freeze." Right, right. But the ice, the, the Night King has gone out and frozen uh, like a lake. A lake. Yes, I bet he could yeah. do it. I bet he could. Not the entire sea, but I mean, like a path right. for his army. I think they are underselling the magic of the night. Also, he's got a fucking dragon. Maybe like, they're overselling. No, nah, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> you could bring like, yeah, just trucks of them over on the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he Shuttles. could freeze. I bet he could freeze a path. I bet he could freeze a path if he wanted to. I don't think the Iron Islands are safe. But if they are, that opens up that weird. They they make that. It's kind of a. That's kind point. of no bit. Like, let's just leave Westeros. Let's no, just get, it's not enough. Let's room. get the heroes like, out of Westeros. A, yeah, it's not a practical solution, but. I think it, the main cast can survive. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> I, it's not a practical solution. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, but I think it is. Like I think, in terms of the uh, the logic of what everyone's doing, we mm. are best served to imagine that the Iron Islands is safe because I think that might play into people's motives or the like why the Iron Islands are important. Yeah. So. Uh, also, what's the Red God up to? What is like? What, what are the point. red priests and all the this resurrection and people coming back to life and mm. and like where where's that payoff? What is Melisandre doing right Melisandre now? Melisandre even says this is not the last time I set foot yeah, on I'm, Westeros. I'm destined to I'm, die in yeah. Westeros. Anything about the Shadowlands? We never heard anything about. Yeah, that whole part. Yeah, that's where she's off to right now. Someone's I got think. that that girl who had the fucking mask on in like mm. season one yeah. or two or something. Tells, who, in this season one talks yeah. to Jorah the Andal about, about the prophecies. Yeah. And, she she, oh, yeah. she might just be gone the way TV it shows could, go, it could but be. It, would be, it would be nice to hear or, from her. Or she could be a faceless man, mm-hmm. and we might never see that visage again. It's, She'll be, like, just in the background of the last fight, fighting someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, it's a great ride, though. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I'm sort of glad that it's, like, coming to a close, and I'm glad we're doing something like this, because I love talking about this. Love talking about this with, like, like-minded people and people that... You guys... I just love talking to you guys. 
If you yourself love Game of Thrones, why don't you write some thoughts in to uh, podcast.talkingreckless.com. Where do you think it's going to end? And be sure to email if you were one of the 20 people who read the book. If you were one of the 20, <laughs> we let us know. Let us know so we can acknowledge you. That's right. <laughs> uh, any closing thoughts here on Game of Thrones? Uh, I don't I don't think so. Go, 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 John. Woo! Go, Jamie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go, Jamie. Jamie's always been my boy. Like, even mm. from the beginning. He, right when he was fucking his sister and yeah, tossing kids out of the tower. I want to see, see Braun and uh, Tormund get back together. It's mm. a real fun, real fun buddy cop there. I want to see some more Brienne. Oh, yeah. We didn't see her at all this episode. No, she was just fucking hovering in the background. Yeah, just kind of yeah, just, just sort of hanging out. Yeah. Is she at Winterfell? Yeah. Her and Jamie are going to probably have a thing next season mm-hmm. or, or episode, episode, I bet. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Pod and his giant dick. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Uh, you can also leave us a review on iTunes or get your podcast. That stuff really helps. Uh, if you somehow made it here without coming from the Talking Reckless podcast, we do a video game show called Talking Reckless. I assume 99.9% of people here came from the video game show, though, and not vice versa. Uh, but if you didn't, go check that out as well. Otherwise, we'll be back here next Wednesday. Another episode of Westeros FM. We're going to check in one last time with Oliver. Oliver, we're going to hear our uh, 3 o'clock forecast up in the north. How are things looking? Winter is here, you guys. <laughs> the helicopter noise. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, looking down at traffic, and uh, oh, seems boy. to be awful backed up on the King's Winter Road. Winter is here. It looks like the White Walkers have left another uh, symbol in mm. the snow. Shit. Great. We'll, we'll check back in with you. Thanks, Oliver. Uh, stay, stay warm up there. Check back in with you, and we'll check back in with you, the audience, uh, in a week's time. We'll see you here on the next episode of Westeros FM.